me chug some of this wine. See how much I can get down. <laughs> it's half of a a double bottle. Let's see. I have some wine in the fridge. I can join you. <clears throat> you want to try and chug it? No. No. <laughs> no, I do not. This is 1.5 liters. Don't. But I only got less than half of it in the bottle. Where is Exxon Malcolm in here? Who's in here? The needle's going to go from one direction to like way in the other direction (laughs) Uh really fast. No, bro. There's no vodka here. I'm not doing that. Okay. This wine can't even touch me. (laughs) I'm going to put a marker in right there. (laughs) Saturday, October 5th, 2019. It's 1023 p.m. This is show number 506. This is the Vent Chat Show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Turdab. With me, as always, with me as always is Esta. It's Esta. Hello. And I didn't write anything either for Fen, but Fen is here as well. Ah, uh, we're back. Z one hundred five. Now we're back. <laughs> we're back. Two week hiatus. We are back. And I baby. just want to say, we are hold on. Back. We are back. Let's say yeah. classic. We are back. That's we right. are back! And... Z-105! And we're back! Alright, I think that's all the... The backs we've got. Go ahead, what were you going to say? Well, the outro song is also a no-looky. Like a... Like, <laughs> I just pulled it. I found one. No, no. Uh, meaning, oh. I didn't even listen to the motherfucker. Uh-oh. But I pulled it. I did some searching. I found the right time. You know, under three minutes. Okay. And it was on the trending. But look, we're all in this together. I haven't heard a fucking second of it. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will be interested to hear whatever that, whatever that will be is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot one. I am back. Woo! You knew it. Um, thank you for everybody that put up with us being gone for a couple weeks. Um, thank you to the people that support us on Patreon. Thank you to the people that support us on Twitch. Um, we do not have an Amazon link because Amazon is a biatch. <laughs> Doesn't work when you do it that way. You need the whole thing, right? Shut up, biatch. And I think I just closed <laughs> it. That was pretty good. <clears throat> Well, when I was doing it in my car, I was yelling it. <laughs> Shut up, Biatch! That was pretty dead on. Uh, 
And whatever else I forgot, thank you for supporting us. But let's go. Did turn hat piss into a canteen? Did Esther shave his sweet face clean? Did sauce chop a lady in the vagine? Let's talk about what happened this week. Yeah, I guess we should get on that. There's technically still is an Amazon link, but it doesn't do anything for us. So maybe I need to hop on that. Uh, which I thought I I thought I did, but I guess I didn't. So let's just get on that. Uh, where do, where should we begin? Because we have Boston, we have a mailbag, and. Things of this nature. You just told me you downed a bunch of wine, and how did how did that go for you? I wouldn't say a bunch. Maybe the equivalent of two glasses. Oh, that's not that much. I, I pulled out this wine that I found. That's a 2017. I don't really drink it. That's probably why it's still here. White Zinfandel hmm. from California, and it's I'm sure it's cheap. It's called Baron Herzog. And I don't Herzog, know yeah. why Where that, that see, I, me I know, too. Man, and I'm too. like, is that a fucking like, like, uh, like a world war two guy or is it, uh, somebody from, um, what's that? Uh, Dune, the movie Dune. Now that's Baron Harkonnen, right? Baron Herzog. Was he, was he, uh, a world war two flying ace? Like, was that the red Baron? <laughs> I don't know. Who's Baron Herzog? <laughs> I think we're thinking of. I can't remember his name. There is a something Herzog, and it's close. Warren Herzog. Yeah, some Malcolm's right. Albie okay. Dank says Warren Herzog. No, is was Werner? Yeah, Werner Herzog is somebody. Werner. Oh, Werner Herzog. Yeah. Yeah, German. He's a film director, screenwriter, author. Well, I'm drinking Baron Herzog. I can't do it. Anyway, I, I went and grabbed that just because you were having some some wine, so I might join you. But uh, <laughs> let's throw one you, back. You <laughs> you sent me. You know, you just announced that the the song is going to be like a no listen. Here's how much effort you put in so far. <laughs> you didn't even spell song correctly in the title. You said song with a G on it. S <laughs> O M G. Pam, Pam, Song, Song, Song. Maybe I did spell it right, and you guys have been spelling it wrong this whole time. (laughs) I'll have a sip of wine with you. You ready? All right, let's do this. I'm not going to chug the rest of this bottle. Three, two, one. Ah, So oaky. That's awful. (laughs) Oh, dear. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Now I already I got a headache. Mistake. I can feel in my, near my spinal cord. Uh, tomorrow's like, not. where it attaches to my head. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> it's not going to be great if I drink this. I do have a mailbag. <clears throat> uh, I do feel it maybe is just worth playing the whole mailbag song just for. To get it out of the way, because people are going to yell at me. Yeah, Let's, last uh, time for the year. <laughs> maybe I don't know, uh, but well, 
here comes the mailbag song. It's a minute and 39 seconds. I really don't like it. I'm going to take off my headphones and slug wine. Slug a cheap Baron Herzog wine while it plays. So if you want to fast forward for a minute and 39 seconds starting now, here you go. Welcome to the mailbag portion of the Vent Chat Show. We are not trying to look a gift horse in the mouth, and we haven't gotten anything too weird yet. But let this little song serve as a guide for perhaps what you may not want to send us via the U.S. Postal Service. Aerosol, alcohol, batteries, butane, clinical and medical waste. Drugs and corrosive stuff, counterfeit currency, things that blow up in my face. Cyanide, pesticide, environmental waste, living creatures, pathogens too. Indecent and or offensive material. Yes, this includes your poo. Things that are flammable or things that are bannable. We don't want to burn alive. Exploding things or pottery things or things that will give us hives. Things that are captive or radioactive. Things that may take our lives. Picks of the junk of a dead chipmunk. Murder weapons like bloody knives. These are the things not to send us. Please don't send these things. Solvent-based paints, uses drains, picks and taints are all things not okay. Also things like chain letters, human hair, sweaters, or weak old fish puree. Even if turd hat males use butt fat, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't do it back. It may be unfair, but no underwear, but girls send pics of your rack. So what's okay in this long list of shit now that you found out what's not? Most normal things are great. We don't care. We even got a neti pot. Almost anything you would send to a friend, just remember to please use your head. Because it would really ruin the fucking show for me if I wake up dead. Okay. Where do we begin here? Uh, A couple things Turdat received. I'll give you the link. These were taken on the bar at uh, Wentz's on Thursday. So if you want to describe your items here, Turnat, here we go. Uh, I got... Well, yeah, describe them first before I put the pictures in. I think it's a good idea. Well, I got some drink tickets from uh, Instant Pop. Uh, Dude, his address is on here. Can't use this. Both their addresses are on here. Please. I don't know about the white it out. Can you How am I supposed to white it out now? We'll just describe it. We'll just describe it. We don't have to post it. It doesn't really matter. It's just it's just pictures. It's and a couple of letters. People, they're not gonna go look at it anyway. It's a couple letters. So I got a I got a letter from um that crazy guy Lunatic. He's a lunatic. <laughs> he used to be in the military. And now I don't know what he does, but he's it's it's frack you. Is who it is. It's got chubby cheeks and a handlebar mustache. Um, and well, he sent me three drink tickets for United Airlines, which is good because I actually do have a flight coming up. Uh, oh, you do? Okay, okay, but, okay. Um, I was gonna say if you don't, then let's auction them off, like give them away to people. <clears throat> but if uh, well, we can auction them off because I don't. I've never used a coupon in my life and it's not because I'm a cheap. I'm not, I think I'm better than a coupon person. Mm. It just, I'm not that coupon guy. I would be embarrassed a little like, Oh, my coupon. I don't know. Mm. I don't, I don't it's know. not, not that I this. feel like I'm better. Yeah. You're embarrassed to use a coupon. You think it's, I'm a little you. embarrassed. It's beneath. It's, you. I wouldn't, say that i would say <laughs> it just seems cheap 
but I'll use your ticket on the plane. Okay. But when you sit next to someone, like say someone sitting next to me and they see, I pull out three free, free drink tickets. They're like, Oh God, how long is this flight? No, I don't think anyone's saying. I don't think they want to. I don't know. Anyway, it's like, Oh, whatever. Here's my really quickly, especially with an airline thing. I fuck, you know, if you get a free coupon, use it if you got it. Cause God knows they will not give you a free anything if they can avoid it. That's all I'm thinking. If it's, it depends well, on what it is, you know? I've noticed a lot of the times, um, they won't, won't charge for drinks. Like here and there, they will if it's a long flight or if even if you have to wait for, um, anything. We, like we were the, having that discussion. Yeah. They're going to throw out. Some free drinks. I've never make paid so for. A, I don't think I've ever paid for a drink on a flight in my life. If you if you are friendly and you throw out a friendly vibe, I, I don't think I've ever. I couldn't tell you if I ever have. I don't think I've ever gotten charged for a drink. But I've watched other people get charged, so I know they do it. But I'm always, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to talk, you know, say I'm so great, but. I'm, you know, by the time they're bringing drinks around, I'm high-fiving with them and having fun. And they're just like, what can I, you know, what do you want? Anything you want, throw it out there. I can't imagine. I I would like to sit next to you on a plane ride one time. You sat next to me, but you fell asleep. You fell asleep. It was on the way back from New Orleans. You were across the aisle from me. Okay. Were you high-fiving people in the show? <laughs> I was. As a matter of fact, uh, I ended up taking pictures with them in the back of the cabin while you were asleep. Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, I could go That's find them. I don't understand. I'll go find them. But uh, yeah, I end up having a good time because they're they're bummed out to be there too, and so you know you get talking to them, and then it burns time for them, and then they're you know you're having fun. The same thing happened this time on my way out. I ended up hanging out in the front with them. Up by the behind, you know where the pilot is. I I I, I appreciate that, but I just, something doesn't jibe with all the with all this. I, with I me. mean, if you you know, I I know you might think I'm I'm talking shit, but I can even I didn't take any pictures this time, but I did uh, other times. No, I know. I remember Carl. Remember Carl? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He called in the show. Uh huh. Oh, that was some. That wasn't flight crew. That was somebody sitting next to me. I'm talking about with the flight crew. Right. But every flight I've ever been on, um, nobody's, if someone was hassling the fucking stewardess and I'm waiting for my goddamn drink to come down the aisle, I would fucking stand up and start yelling. No one's hassling. They'll give, you know, you, you're, I don't know, just cause you can't do it or you don't think it's possible doesn't mean it doesn't happen. That's all I'm saying. You know how I am with people. It's $8. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I they just don't, I'm drink. just saying, I'm just saying they don't, I I don't think I've ever paid for a drink in my life. Is all I'm getting at. Beverage voucher or no beverage voucher, but it's nice this, to have if someone's a jerk. This is an interesting uh, thing that you go into, and I would like to witness it one time. Is all I'm saying. Okay, I'm down. If we ever can get on a flight together, I I happily would do that with you. Done deal. So I don't even remember what I was talking about. Drink your uh, mailbag stuff. Get your oh, I got, beverage vouchers. Uh, three drink tickets from. Instant pot from from Frack you from Frack you. 
Yeah. And uh, thank you very much, Frankio. And I, and you know, I like Frankio. Instant Pot. Yeah. Yeah. He's Instant Pot. And he also, now he's getting on me for misspelling waffle. I just and realized I thinking, when I, I'm just, I, the only reason I'm not going to post these pictures is because I just realized that the, all the pictures have the addresses on them and I don't want people sending them. You know, yeah. So. Okay. So thank you for the tickets. He didn't even put a note in there like, Hey, here's your tickets. Cause you're so great. Or it's just a, it's just a sack with tickets, which is fine. But you know, my ego uh, needs a little, come on, fluff it up a little. Yeah. Let's, Fucking, you know you can make waffles in Instant Pot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I don't, I don't think that you can, but maybe you can make a waffle. But I like to make <laughs> waffle in an Instant Pot. So <laughs> the next thing I got was from Martha Pie, and she wrote me a letter, and she actually tweeted me earlier and was like, oh, "I'm writing your name in calligraphy or whatever." Nice. It's very pretty. It's not my name, you know, Turd Hat. It is very pretty. It's not actually my name, but you know. <laughs> um, and then and then I open the fucking card, and it says something like, like I didn't even. Can you see it, Ben? It says like it says live every day, fucking- live every day like it's Taco Tuesday, and then yeah. in the inside it says <laughs> unless it's Margarita Monday, of course, and then she says sorry, love Martha Pie. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, I wrote her a note in a DM, and she hasn't even looked at it. Well, she's well, you know she occasionally which has concerns things to me. Do. No, I'm concerned. She's got a little, little one. Okay, know. but who's not looking at their phone once in a while? Look at your DM. There's a notification. <laughs> what if they're all turned off? Alt, I have mine alt, dude. My phone doesn't ding. I just check it that much. It's just mm. ridiculous. But uh, I do the same sometimes. I mean, it just is. It is what it is. Okay, but I'm concerned for you, Martha Pine. Just let me let you know that I'm, you know, that you're on the case. I'm on the case, just like. The fart police are on the case of every sound that comes over these airwaves. <laughs> I don't think that. Yeah. Well, that was my mailbag. What was your mailbag? Um, my mailbag. Let's see. Contained something. Something kind of impressive, actually. What? Yeah. It came. It arrived, I should say. The proper it came? Be, the proper terms <laughs> should be it arrived. It's here, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why I'm using the Olympic theme for this, <laughs> but it just seemed appropriate. Uh, this show is brought to you tonight by the Autoblow AI. Autoblow AI. For blowjobs, it's the best. <clears throat> now I'll tell you I have not used it yet. I just picked it up and I have not uh I have, I am holding the instructions in front of me. I got the instructions right here. Big sheet of instructions. I think we'll talk about it next week. Um but it's here 
and I just I just cracked it open and took a took a look at it. And uh it has a tiny onboard mini computer which controls all of the realistic action. Enjoy ten different blowjob experiences at ten different speeds. It's a reusable silicone mouth sleeve. That's right. So you uh, gotta wash it. There's steps. Yeah, there's steps. Uh, step one, plug it in. There's paragraphs underneath each step. Step two, turn it on. Step three, insert the sleeve. Step four, operation instructions part one. Step five, operation instructions part two. Step six, sleeve removal. Step seven, sleeve cleaning. Step eight, maintenance and storage. These are the various steps. And there's another sheet that goes through all ten different uh, things. I know that's not why I haven't been on WoW Classic, Kakabub. I have not used it. And I just... I, when did I pick it up? I picked it up Thursday before we went out for drinks. Uh, And I figured I would want to give it a, a full week. You know, use it by next week. And uh, there's a video to watch <laughs> that I haven't watched comes with a little card gives me a website to go watch a video to walk through all of the features and i can go register it at auto at a certain website oh here's the 10 different (laughs) here's the 10 different experiences i didn't know it had this list i don't know if i really want to read these right now. there's 10 different speeds too for each of the 10 different experiences so that times 10 is like a hundred yeah uh Let's see. There's one called the... I don't even like reading these. There's one called the Full Stroke. There's one called Intense Edge. There's one called Fast Edge. There's one called Teasing Slow Stroke. There's also Top Stroke. Bottom Stroke. Top and Bottom Stroke. Master Stroke 1 and Master Stroke 2. And the AI Blowjob. So these are the 10 experiences that you can experience. With this item. So uh, I would like to say thank you to the people at the Auto Blow AI. Uh, we just had enough to talk about this week as, as well. And also, uh, it was odd because stuff seemed to, to, I'm really trying to say, not say the word, stuff seemed to arrive at our P.O. box relatively late. Because I know those drink tickets got sent out, and I think that card got sent out like early to mid-September. And I know we were gone for two weeks, but I felt like they should have gotten there before we left because I did check the P.O. box the last day before I, um, um, no, I checked it. I checked it the week before we left, basically. And, uh, I assumed that things would have been there if they had gotten sent that early because I don't think I left until the 17th, 18th. At any rate, it's here. <laughs> I remember picking up the box. I'm like, this is heavy. Like there's something in here, you know? So it's it's a thing. Uh and I'm gonna have to be a man of my word with it. Well, I just like to pull the chat room and see if anyone believes you haven't used it already. No, that's and fine. if you had this I, I would be honest with you, I've not used it. I've opened it. I opened it today to look at the instructions and pull out the instructions, but I have not used it. You don't have to believe me, it's fine. You're laying there. The, that's the problem. I wasn't laying there. I had a lot of shit to do today. Believe me, I would have loved a, I would have loved a day. Oh my god, it's 
the instructions show the different but ways you can use it. If you got it Thursday, Friday. I got it Thursday okay. night. You and I went out for drinks Thursday night. Okay. Uh, and I did not come home Thursday night and use it. Here's, here's how I'll tell you. Uh, I think I can prove to you I did, I haven't used it or maybe I can't. I read that you have to have lube with it and I don't have any. So I need to go out and purchase that before I can use it. It says preferably a water based lube. And I don't, I do not have that. So I'm sure I probably could have MacGyvered something. Have you, have you heard of this thing called Amazon Prime? (laughs) (laughs) I suppose I could have done that. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Actually, per, per plus. That's the (laughs) Amazon Prime is not a bad idea because as soon as I read that, it's, uh, I was like, ah, now I got to go to the fucking store and do that, you know? Well, if you go to a dildo shop or like a porn shop, they don't care. They've seen I everything. know, but then I thought about like, where's that? Where do I go for that? Plenty. There's one on Monument there. You could go, I mean, one by my work I go to. <laughs> you know where all the dildo shops are, do you? There's some, you gotta I go. don't care. I'm not shaming anybody. It's just, it's, it's not a normal part of my routine is to, to buy lube. I guess. Uh, but I have to buy some. Well, you can also spit on it. I mean, everyone knows spit's the best lube. I took a feel of it, and I think you need something. Like, you need something legit. You know? It sounds like I would get some lube. uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't going to try it without it. But, you know, even Safeway. You know... There's well, the a bottom, dildo, uh, here's a, the point. The point is that I have not used it. And if you don't want to believe that, that's fine. But I haven't. Um, I'll have used it by next week. Believe me, it's not bringing me a lot of pleasure to have to be the person that comes on here and tells you all about it. But that's, that's where we are. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but I like Esther's idea. Where's that wine? <laughs> I like Esther's idea of Amazon priming it. I just don't want to have, I just don't like an interaction, that interaction. Condoms are one thing, but just lube is another. You know what I mean? Just lube? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Well. That's Exxon Malcolm. Exxon Malcolm wants me to buy the lube from the guy that wears the ice cream hat. Actually, that if, if it was if it was somewhere I knew I wasn't have to go back to, I probably would do that. You uh, should buy some fucked up, just like a pack of rubbers and whatever hot sauce. By the way, speaking of that, someone left one of those giant zucchinis in my pillowcase at my fucking Airbnb. <laughs> was that you? It's a be cucumber. Honest. It was. It had a, to be Turnet. It had to be you. No, but. I know who did it, but you know, it's a cucumber and it's not giving you pink eye. Don't worry. Well, something, <clears throat> something gave me something. I, I know that much. <laughs> that wasn't a great day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Stormy put that in your pillowcase, but it was, I'm, I'm know. just lucky. Cause there was like four pillows there. And those were on the bottom. I'm just happy. I found it. So I didn't like leave. A fucking cucumber in the pillowcase when I bounced Science. out of that bitch. Uh, I just remembered now that I had to go in there when your whole ass was hanging out. I know. Oh. It was not great. I passed out. 
I was changing clothes <laughs> and I had some basketball shorts and I had them about halfway up and I flopped down on my bed and I fucking, my ass was hanging out and Esther came in to pick up his bags or something. Cause I left the key in the box and he, he thankfully didn't let Eve's in there. Cause my whole butt was hanging out. <laughs> what did it look like? I'm not going to describe it. It turned out to look like the moon. Like a, I know what was like, out. I mean, I I woke up when he before he left <clears> and pulled my pants up all the way up. You I didn't see this b hole. No, no, I don't think. I mean, uh, it was it was like if you had it was like if I tried to almost play play a joke that my butt was hanging out, <laughs> but I fell asleep like that, like I completely fell asleep like that. I was so tired, dude. And, you got, there's no, huh? you got sleep issues. Well, after the week we had, I had some sleep issues. Yeah, I fell asleep. There were new shorts, too. I wasn't used to the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they were new. <laughs> there were new basketball shorts, and I remember I was pulling them up. I'm like, God, these are stiff. And then I flopped out of my bed. And I had forgotten that I had left the key in the lockbox for them to come get their shit. Like, I didn't think anyone's coming in. So I just flopped down on the bed, and I, before I knew it, I was asleep. I was zonked out. And so then, I just barely missed his ass out? I think so. Oh. Yeah. I don't well, know. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I've you seen come this into, ass before. No you mind. come into my room, you <laughs> take your chances. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wasn't uh, complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just slitting everybody now. You know? You come into my I room. I would have pants be, up. I might be asleep. Rubbed your head. I would have rubbed your hair and been like, "Go back to sleep." Back to sleep. Might be asleep with my ass out. Thank God I didn't get this thing before we went to Boston. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me asleep with something else. Well, we're gonna see that you're gonna bring it to every other meetup. I I don't know about that. I don't know. Honestly, like I have my. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to doubt it before. Maybe it'll be great. There's just a lot going on here. You know, it's a lot going on. So we'll see. I'll give it a give it a test drive at some point this week. I was pondering the device and I think that you could make a pretty good one. There's Even if a you chance. Were to make it? Yeah, I mean I don't know, dude. It seems like it's got a lot of bells and whistles. Uh but there's, I think know, there's a chance that it could do the right deed. Do what you need it to do. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I really don't know. It, it it does have me a bit curious. It is weird seeing like a mouth on. The- <laughs> <laughs> I've touched the mouth, and it feels very you know it feels very mouth like, which is almost unsettling, kind of. <laughs> but uh. At some point, it'll happen. It's a lot of pressure, bro. Kakuma's like, how have you not tried it yet? I wanted to give it a good test drive, so I'm going to try it this week, and then next week I can come and report back. Plus, uh, I recognize what I just said there. Plus, we have a lot of Boston stuff to talk about, so I felt like it was going to be too much. Too much for one show. But it's here, everybody. So, Yeah, you might need multiple tests. I'm agreeing with you. Well, there's 10 times 10. There's a hundred different settings. There's a hundred different settings. 
That's right. I don't know if I'll have time. <laughs> you'll have you'll make the time, I think. Make I got a time. busy day tomorrow, but during the week I should have some time. Yeah, that's right. Is it right. battery powered or what? No, that's the other it? thing. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot to it. It plugs. You have to have it plugged into the wall. Like there's a cord that plugs into the wall that you have to have plugged during in. the thing. During, yeah, during. So that's another thing. Like I, it just is that the one thing that turns me off to it right away is that it's just a lot. Like you gotta have lube. You gotta have it plugged in. You know all this, all this stuff. So it's not like you can just go about your business. Oh, like- Quietly and quickly, you know, you know, you're not just throwing one out at a horse show in the fucking stands. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Have a whole you, deal. You gotta, you gotta have like this. This takes some preparation and a and a location and everything. So that I'm not gonna knock it till I tried it, but that like immediately I'm like, okay, well that's a thing, you know. Not a 220 plug, a re- regular plug. By the way, yeah, yes, I wanted I unplugged to unplug the the washing machine. Right, I can only do it where the washing machine is. <laughs> I would like <clears throat> anonymous reviews from people that cuz I know at least a couple of you've got one. I want those in by next week. That was the other reason why I wanted to wait till next week. I would like to get reviews from the people that purchase one and I will not read your name and you can tell me if you want me to read it. I'm a, I'm going to automatically assume I won't read who it's from. But I want more people than just me to review this thing, you know. I want to give an honest review from the other users. And I know there's at least two of you. Maybe there's more. I think there's even I think there's more for sure. But if you got it, send in your review for next week and we'll talk about it. Well, plugging it in sounds a little crazy. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Like it's, uh and it's not light. It's not like it's, you know, it doesn't weigh anything. I mean, you're, you know, you got a thing. Are you going to kiss it? <laughs> no, I'm not. You know the answer to that question before you <laughs> fucking ask it, you sick fuck. Like, are you going to talk to it in bed? Or how is that going to go down? Like, do, is there any foreplay? No. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know your answer. You know. You're doing, I know you're doing a bit. But you, you know. I know it's a robot, but, you know. It's a hundred different things. Whatever. <clears throat> For a minute, I thought he did send two, but it was just one. Oh, I was going to be so happy if there was two of them and you had to take it home. Find a way to, like, hide it. Well, I wouldn't have waited this long. That's for sure. Uh, Thursday night, we went out. <clears throat> I, I went home and went to sleep. Friday, I went to work. Super tired. I came home and immediately fell asleep again and woke up at like one in the morning. I probably could have. It's not like there wasn't time, but I wanted to give it. It's just due. You know. There's a whole instruction manual you got to read, bro. And there's like a video to watch and shit. Nobody reads instruction manuals, dude. I just put together. I guess what? Nobody puts their wieners into machines either. So if I'm going to put my wiener in a machine, I'm reading the instructions. Okay. All right. All right. It's like, it's like me getting a fucking mechanical box and someone says like, just put your hand in here. There's a big book of instructions, but just put it in here. It's like, maybe (laughs) I want to read the instructions first and find out what the fuck's going to happen in there. That's all. And it's not like I'm stepping up to this from like, a previous thing and another thing this is it 
you know? <laughs> and it's got a motor on it, and it plugs into the wall. I have to have it plugged into the wall. So just That just means it's not going to lose power. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't want like to have battery. to... Batteries like, would go dead fast. Call 911 and go to the hospital with this thing. Uh, Bogum says, are you afraid you're going to shock your dick? No, but I'm not not afraid of shocking my dick with the wiener machine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I'm sure it's fine. Uh, but you know that saying, curiosity killed the cat. So I'm just going to check out the manual and see what's going on, and then I'll try it. And we'll... Uh, We'll be back. I mean, how could it be bad? It can't be bad. Really, I'm just joking. I just thought uh, I'd rather have a week and then talk about it next week when we have less shit going on. We just got back from Boston. We got all that stuff to talk about. Yeah. And I'm not like whatever where it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. Like, I got to immediately hit the wiener machine, you know? What if I uh, try it and then it says something back to me? The penis is too small! The penis got too small! Starts talking to me. Or I use it too much and it throws back at me. And then you expect me to be chipper for five straight hours. I did read in the instructions somewhere. Uh... Something about, like, if you use it more than this much, you're going to have to put more lube in it. <laughs> like, if you really are going to go all day with it. So, whatever. We'll see. Um, Boston? You want to talk about Boston? Yes. Let's discuss it. Sounds good. I guess uh, I don't really have a specific Boston post-Boston thing to play, but <clears throat> we went to Boston, and then um, we met up with everybody, and then that's the end, and we came back. Now, I don't know where to begin. Um, we slowly flew out there, got, you know, I showed up pretty early on, and people were dropping bags off at my place, I went to the aquarium. I went to uh, some, you know, cruised around downtown for a while. Uh, went, you know, went to my place. Started having people dropping stuff off. Um, First annual SawCon convention. That's right, at the SawCon convention. I went to a real fancy pants dinner um, by myself the first night that was like at a countertop, like a big U. There was a bunch of different courses and a bunch of different wines. and It was fantastic. Probably one of the better meals I've had in my life at this place called Taste Encounter. Tasting Counter, not Taste Encounter. Um, in Somersville. So if you ever get a chance to do that, go do it. I think it was like 12 courses. Um, the next day was when we were going to all meet up. This is really what it's all about is when we all start getting together. And we were going to go to uh, the baseball game at Fenway. So everybody started dropping bags off. And... Uh-huh. Uh, Meeting up and kind of hanging out. I don't know. Uh, someone else help me out. We go to Fenway. Anybody? Right. No fun. You know, nothing. 
No help. Pen bought everybody some pen, pen wafers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bought everybody some footlongs and then some. And, uh, what? At, at Fenway Park. <sighs> you want to jump in here a little bit? I was. Sorry. You're going so fast. Well, I, I'm stopped and said anybody, anybody, and you're burping and throwing away shit. Come on. Help me out. <laughs> I mean, what do we do? We need to talk about this together. Uh, do you take yeah. some fucking slowdown <laughs> pills tonight, or what's the matter with you? No, you're at like geez, you're at like a point five. I haven't been yelled at like this in a while, but it's been a couple weeks. It <laughs> feels on. good though. Let's you know. <laughs> the last try, time I got yelled at was try, when we were playing. Like I wow. said in the pre-show, it would be nice if I threw the ball to you. If it didn't just bounce off your chest and hit the ground, try and catch. Well, you went right bit. into uh, the Fenway Park thing. I'd love to stop and let you tell some. <laughs> tell some what talk about the we, talk about our trip where did we go we we met at uh what is it called what was it called i don't know we all met somewhere where was it oh. o'leary's fan no then everything is o'leary's sorry i'm getting yelled where's at where's the uh, it's like a baseball really on the something bench we met at some. It was like bar. the dugout or the something. The dugout the, or something the like plate that. Yeah. Or below the plate or something like that. Is that the one in the basement? Yes. It wasn't the one with the lookout on the Fenway, but it was in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Game on. Excellent. Malcolm says. Some dude says. Game on. Okay. Game on. So we're all yeah, down there. People are showing up. Yada yada. Everyone's getting their stuff going. It's kind of blurred together with the second night to me. The Before but, you go on, because it just sparked my memory, the people that were from out of the States, they wouldn't let them in with their passport, which seemed really weird. And then Turdat slipped the guy a hundred bucks and they let him in. So there's your first Boston experience right there. Jesus. Well, there was like three people that couldn't get in or four. And we didn't have time for that shit. And the guy was thankful. I mean, he doesn't make any money. Uh, well, whatever, so I, I'm sure he's thankful to get the hundo, which is a lot. And you know, you would not be the one to to tell people that. That's why I'm telling him. But at the same time, I had never like, heard of that. It's like, hey, how about you just let him in? You know, and it doesn't take a hundred bucks to get him in. I didn't want to get into all that. It was it had to be instant, and it had to be get them in. You know. Because they were standing on the curb outside. I know. And and everyone's inside. And they came from across the fucking different countries to hang out. And the bartender's like, man, you know. But a hundred bucks. And all of a sudden it's like, hey, my friends. What's the reason? What the fuck? Well, there is a strict rules in Boston. Uh, The passport thing was a big deal. It was for Stormy at that second place we went to. or. Mm -hmm. They were checking everyone and they were sticklers and they, and I even tried to bribe them then. And they said, look, dude, they'll shut us down. I guess, you know, that was, and that could the be Catalina. It's the Catalina fucking wine mixer. And that's where it happened. Second time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we just went back and got our passport, but, um, the first place, the hundred bucks worked and they got in and that was all good. 
Yeah. Uh, so we all went in there. Then we went into the. I don't know. We got hammered in there, and then we're doing lemon drops and shit. Or I don't know. There's a <laughs> few times that people bought rounds of drinks, and I might have bought a round there. I don't remember. <clears throat> it doesn't matter, but I mean, it was you know, kind of went around like a few different people buying shots and stuff. But one thing that was kind of cool I could play you right now is um, Cockabub got a recording. I think it was Cockabub, yeah, uh, outside of Fenway, and it did really feel like you were at Fenway with this sort of ambient sound. Let me see. Hold on. Free picture of Fenway Park with the two dollar program. All players, both teams are listed. Get a real collectible postcard of Big Poppy. And that's it. It was just a quick little like, but I mean, they had the ba- the Barkers out there selling all kinds of shit outside, and you could just tell the stadium's super old and kind of classic. You know, I don't know. It just had that feel to it. It felt like you were at. Fenway Park, and it's been a, it's been no, the same. It was cool. Been the same for a hundred years, you know. It was cool to run around in there, um, you know, get some beers or whatever, hang out. I got a but second. Then we one all here. ended up outside. Pretty. Quick, uh, this was in Fenway, and it was Cockaba buying beers. And in Fenway, they would sell you cans of beers, but they're supposed to crack them open before they hand them to you. So I guess you can't pocket them. Or maybe so you can't throw like unopened beers onto the field or something and like kill somebody. Um, this was just sort of a throwaway thing, but it was um, a transaction with Cockabub and uh, the beer guy. And then you hear Zum for really quickly at the end here. Oh, is it? Is he asking for hot dogs? Is Zum asking for the hot dogs at the end? Here you go. With the hot dogs. How are you? Um, I will have a Goose Island, and then is it possible just to get a shot of Grey Goose? It's got to be filled with. It's got to be mixed, huh? How about I'll make two of those. Just take two of them. Here's the drill: they foam like crazy. I'm supposed to crack them. I'm not gonna do it. I appreciate. We well, can crack one of them. Like, uh, I can't. It's gonna foam want? all over the counter. Oh, yeah, you sure? No. So, you, you have hot dogs? Your license, please. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That's it. Is it the end you hear Zom? Do you have hot dogs? Pretty good. No, it was a fun <laughs> game. Uh, they were playing the San Francisco Giants. Yastrzemski um, is, the, is on the, the Giants, and he's the grandson of the famous Yastrzemski that played for the Sox. Carl Yastrzemski. So, um, he would come up and like the whole stadium would applaud him, even though he's on the other team. I think he got like a double or something and, and everybody went nuts that was there. That was kind of nice to see. You don't really see that. Both teams are out of it. They're working to make the playoffs. So, you know, it was just sort of cool to see the Red Sox fans cheering for somebody that wasn't on their team. Oh. And, uh, saw a lot of Giants gear there, uh, more than I expected. There was some chance. Yeah, there some was pretty some, loud ones for, pretty loud for the Giants chance. Yeah, it was cool, man. The place seems really tiny inside compared to yeah. other stadiums that I've been to. Um, it feels like you're watching like a like a college game or a little league game or something, you know, with it's, just how it, it, yeah, it yeah, it was sold out. Still, I mean, they all sell out, but yeah, it was fun. 
I'm glad I got to see that. So cool. I had um, placed everyone's seats, and Jobu took Fen's seat. Uh, that so there, I remember. <laughs> there was a whole big mess because there was people in our seats when we came, arrived. Oh, no shit. Oh, really? Um, so we were like moving people around and kicking people out of seats and yeah i don't know it was just a mess but there was it, it was fine in the end and the weather was nice out there pretty much the entire time we were there too um so that was thursday and then what did we do thursday night where did we go um i have to look at my pictures let me see yeah it's a good idea actually I mean, it's not like we don't remember what we did. It's just there's so much. There's some we did. We did a bunch, and it's like, where do we go on which night? Mm-hmm. Mm, there's where? Dude, I went way too far. Oh, I'm getting there. Sorry, everybody. Okay, so that was we went to that seafood place. There's Thursday. Let's see. Oh yeah. What was the name of that place? We're a little late. Later. <clears throat> I'm I'm looking at the pictures of it. Victor and I got a uh, tower of oysters, which is like a double decker of like oysters and little neck clams and shit like that. I've got all the pictures, but I just don't have the name of the place in there. Was it the something something lobster company? Is this the 20th? No. This would be the night after the game. I don't want to sit here and just like look at pictures. Hold on. Oh, it was Summer Shack. <laughs> Summer Shack. That's the name of the place. Ah, okay. So we went to this place called Summer Shack for, for a bunch of, uh, you know, food and drinks or whatever. And then I, the smash cut to the next morning is where I don't remember where we had, um, brunch, but we had brunch someplace, uh, with Eggs Benedict and, you know, oh, yeah. Bloody Marys and stuff. <laughs> that place I don't remember because I don't think there was anything special about it. Brownstone, some dude says. Okay. And then a bunch of us went to Bodega, which we had talked about. It just looks like a, a corner store. And not all of us went, but I mean, this is just what I did um, with with a, a bunch of people. Looks like a corner store where uh, the outside has just got like a bunch of um, stuff you'd see in like a 7-Eleven. On the East Coast, they call them bodegas. I never really understood why they call them that. They call their like corner store no or liquor idea. store or whatever like a bodega but then when you come in this big snapple machine slides to the right and then you walk through and it's like a you know like a clothing store it's a you know fancy shoes and clothing or whatever and um, a few of us bought a pair of shoes there or something and that was kind of neat just to go check it out and at that point it was time to go back to my place to get everything ready for the catalina wine mixer uh, that's what my day was. I don't know what you guys did. Uh, I don't think you were with us, Turdat, right? You went somewhere else. Uh, what do you mean in the morning? Yeah, when we went to Bodega, you guys were you guys did something else. Yes, and it was Bodega was kind of interesting because it reminded me of that place I went to in New York. Um, pictures were okay outside, but pictures were okay inside. But you couldn't take pictures of the door, like how you get in. Because they were trying to keep it kind of, you know, sly, like like a speakeasy shoe store. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a Snapple vending machine that slides open. Right. No, I went there that morning. I was there before you guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I think then you guys probably went shopping for the stuff for the wine mixer. That's right. Um, and we found out my place didn't have any knives, so you you bought like a cheap block of knives just to have knives to cut shit there. Yeah, and uh, made about a million finger sandwiches, which was badass. Uh, a bunch of people jumped in and helped, and there was probably twenty people in my studio basement apartment <laughs> it sitting, was, around, yeah. sitting around lying on my bed and farting on everything in there king tyler third says i want to hear what types of sandwiches you remember what you what you made oh shit um yes there was a chicken egg salad egg chicken salad. salad um different and then there was a pumpernickel with Something, something. Cream cheese. Cream Cream cheese and cucumbers. Cream cheese and cucumber. There was was six different sandwiches. PB and J, too, right? Except it was almond butter and J, I think. No. Sunflower butter. Sunflower Sunflower butter. butter. And it was on raisin bread. On raisin raisin bread. bread. And and they were delicious. What else was there? A couple others. A lot of cucumbers. Um, Because a finger sandwich... Should have a cucumber on it, kind of. Yeah, traditional is cucumber. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a fancy little dish. Yeah. And we ate a shit ton of them, but there was still a bunch left. We just bounced on those. Well, what was badass before you even go on to that was um, watching you take out an entire loaf of bread and cut the crust off the entire loaf at once. Like, (laughs) yeah, I I was kind of wondering, I'm like, how is he going to do this? It's going to take forever. But you just take out the entire loaf and just like on all four sides and just cut the fucking crust off, like all the way down. Um, and, uh, blast out a bunch of finger sandwiches. And then we all had to take an Uber. And I think I, I think you tried to get an Uber and it, and it didn't show up or something. Uh, yeah, that's right. And ditched me. And then I called <laughs> and he yelled at him. He at, yelled at the guy. Yeah. Like, I'm going like, to fuck, fuck you up. Because it just on, never showed. Uber. And then I got one. And I got a fancy pants one because we needed the space. Uh, and it was nice. But the guy was, uh, I don't remember. I mean, he was not a shit talker, but he was talking some shit. Like, on the way over there. No, that, it's kind of funny. That was the. That was a cool guy. Oh, no, he was good. I wasn't saying that's what I mean, but he was, he, you know, he was having fun and we were like trying to get him to come with us and he didn't want to come. Um, and then we showed up to the, huh? He was saying there's a bunch of universities and I was like, maybe Trump University. And he was like, no, no, no. He was saying, <laughs> he I remember, not having he was that. like, uh, that's funny. He was like, do you know how many universities are in Boston? Like he's doing like a little trivia thing and we're like, no. And he's like, take a guess. And we're like, 12. He's like, no. And it's like, 15, no. And it was like, what was the answer? Like, 34 or something? Universities? 35 something, In yeah. Boston. And uh, we were like, holy shit. And then, you know, turned out to busting out the Trump University. Like, no, 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 my friends. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, nearly every single driver uh, we had was from the Dominican Republic, which uh makes sense or or whatever it's just i it's like i never even knew there were that many people in the dominican republic period it, you know what i mean like i knew there was going to be people in the dominican republic from boston but i just never expected that amount uh it is like a mecca for people from the dominican republic just boston like i didn't see that in you know the other places i went to um 
But wait, I had a bunch of cool drivers there. And actually that you had the, your guy bounce on you. And the, for the first time in my life, I had a guy bounce on me uh, later on in that trip. Like a driver that just was like straight up, like, you know, I'm not coming kind of thing. Like didn't cancel the trip, just went somewhere and like stayed there. Like they were just going to go have lunch or go eat a meal. You know what I mean? And I'm watching the car on the map just not move. Like he's just like, F it. Uh, I know. I called my guy twice before I gave him shit, and then oh. I just canceled on him eventually. I was just like, because at that point it was just a big pain in the ass. I was like, fuck it. But uh, anyway, so that takes us to the it's the Catalina fucking wine mixer, and um, <laughs> that's where we go down to. What was the name of the place right on the water there? The landing. landing. The landing. Yeah, and it was an interesting turn of events because. Somehow we just brought all that food in there and no one said a word. Like mm-hmm. we just walked over the ropes like that. Were, yeah, we did. You know, like, cause I was wondering about that. Cause you even had that question. You're like, well, if they don't let us eat here, we'll just go, we'll just, you know, take it out somewhere and fucking eat it somewhere else. And then, you know, figure it out. And we just walked in. Like we knew we were supposed to be there with it and no one said a word. And I think if we had stopped or hesitated or anything, someone would have said like, hey, 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 you can't, you know, what are you, but no one said shit. And so all of a sudden we've sort of commandeered like five or so tables loaded with finger sandwiches that we're all just noshing on. And um, that's where we're like, good luck. Riley showed up uh, and we got to meet him Uh and uh, his brother brother, and I'm trying to remember who else wasn't there until that point. Was Rob out there by then? Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a whole... Yeah. Did he show up at that? X not, I mean, I know he was there by I then, think he but did I think show he up didn't show that. up earlier than that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went up to the bartender at the thing, and I was like, hey, because I want to buy you a drink. Yeah. And I was like, don't you have these fishbowl things? And the guy says, "You, there's too many fishbowls for you to say this to me. <laughs> and he hit, he throws down the fucking menu, and then he walks away like to someone else. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, okay, just give me whatever. And he's like, you know, this is for ten people. And I was like, yeah, I know it's for ten people, motherfucker. <laughs> and I throw down like a hundred bucks or whatever. And he's and he's like, all right. And then next thing I know, Ben's drinking a ten person cocktail. <laughs> yeah, and I they didn't tell me till later like how much that was because it was not cheap. Uh, so thank you for that again, but you can't, there's so many straws, you can't get suction through them all at once. And it looks like, it looks like you're committing some sort of, uh, act. You know what I mean? When you got your hands around this giant circle of straws and you're, you you can't do it. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was, Victor also indulged in one of those. And so it was Victor and I with these literally like gallon fish bowls, I think they were huge. Just, you know, <laughs> drinking on those things. All night. I don't know when this happened, but at one point I heard Victor say, I ordered two fishermen's platters. <laughs> he, the mother- <laughs> he did what? too. Who the fuck orders two? He, we we went to dinner and he was like, and I remember him hearing him say like, "I'll have two of those, two fishermen's platters." And the fisherman platter already is like the, 
every five different things. Yeah. yeah, it's like all of the things you can get. And he's like two. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh. So yeah, we went to Catalina Wine Mixer, and I not that was good. To... Everyone's hanging out, and then yeah. at some point we decided we're all gonna go. Where do we go? I think. Oh, you okay? Some people went to Mike's because I didn't go to Mike's. We went to the rest of us went to O'Leary's and waited for you guys, and then a bunch of people came came back from Mike's. And this by this point, I had been to O'Leary's I think twice already, and uh, (laughs) it's an Irish pub, and it's owned by the O'Leary's. And the first night I was there, I met the mother. And then the next night I was there, I met the daughter. And then the last night I was there, I met the husband. Oh, no. And then I went one more night and I met and I hung out with the mother. again. <laughs> but when I walked in there the next time, they bought the, the first round of drinks uh, from being there the first night, which was nice. That's the kind of place I like where it's not like some nameless, faceless, like, you know, yeah, early 20s college guy it's like bro i got a lot of tables you know like I, I dig it when there's like an owner and they remember you and they are kind of stoking you out so they gave us uh some deals on like if, if you want to buy everybody a shot they would work with you kind of thing they weren't like holding you over the coals for every nickel and dime and i was like you know we're good tippers or whatever and we, and we did well so we took over a bunch of that place and a bunch of people came in with mics and you and I ended up beating some mics and almost fucked up somebody because it ended up not being our mics. It was somebody else's mics. And that's a big deal. You and me? Yeah, you and I split a cannoli. I, I know because there's pictures of it. Well, I don't remember someone causing problem. Well, no, no. We split a cannoli and it wasn't our cannoli to split, basically. Well, it's my cannoli. It's it our cannoli. Hedonis' <laughs> cannoli. Exxon Malcolm says that was my fault. But you made me feed it to you. And then you, you, <laughs> you made me feed you your half, and then you fed me my half, and uh, it was a delight. There were mics were just delicious. As a matter of fact, Look, when I, I went to go ahead, I don't like to give BJ's to companies that don't deserve it, but that was the best cannoli, dude. I swear I, to God, it was I will really tell you, good. I will tell you. Not only would I agree, but when I went to other places and they were asking me what I did. The, one of the early questions on would be like, did you get mics? And I was like, yep. And actually, <laughs> the last place I went to, or the, when I was in Providence, which was way after, um, I was at a bar talking to the bartender. And she straight up said, she's like, I would fucking blow a guy if he had Mike's cannolis right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I wish I knew about that. She's like, she's, I'll fucking, I'd kill somebody for some mics. Um. But anyway, they were left on the table. We thought they were okay, but it turned out all right. Somebody else like had another cannoli, and they, you know, they they spotted us one, and that was. But Dennis doesn't eat any cannolis. He's fine. Well, it's just a special treat, and the the problem his with the brother special lives treat in is, Boston. They both live over there. The they problem with the special cook- treat is if you leave it sitting around <clears> in front of a Boston. bunch of people, then you, know, you say he's moving to Boston. Yeah, didn't you see his tweet? No, I missed it. Who's which one? Who? Who the Dennis is? Dennis. Yeah. These oh, guys are talking like uh, you know. I gotta fucking fly five hours to get a goddamn cannoli. These guys are crying about their goddamn cannolis. It wasn't that big of a deal, but it just was not ours to. It was left in the table in front of a bunch of people, and you know how that goes. 
yeah. any rate, so um, that was great. Then what do we do? Where's my phone? I mean, I know that was the end of that night, but oh yeah, I need to. It's all about the picture. Yeah, I remember we met that one rando girl at the Catalina Wine oh, Mixer. Yeah. I ended up giving her a shirt. I don't remember what her name was, but she, I, I told her we'd mention her. I can't remember her name now, but hello, whoever really? you are. Uh, and then there was something weird that we never really figured out with Rob and his car, Jill. Yeah. Hello, Jill. Everyone in the chat remembers you, Jill. All of it's us remember Jill. you. It's Jill. Uh, and, and, um, something happened with Rob's car that was a, a mystery, uh, and two of his tires got popped and all of a sudden I see Rob out on the street, walking down the street with his suitcase. Uh, and I never figured out exactly what was going on with that. Well, when was that? What night? Whatever night he showed up, I would imagine. Cause Saturday? he had it on the, was that, was that, cause I would think no, it couldn't have been Saturday no, because he showed up Friday. Friday yeah. after the yeah. Catalina wine mixer. That's right. Yeah. It was outside of O'Leary's and he somehow he popped two tires on, on a curb and then, uh, well, I here's what him. I know. Okay. And I don't know, you know, you can't use this in a court of law, but <laughs> you, I remember you know, being at, just cause you say that doesn't mean that they can't. I was, <laughs> I was at the Catalina wine mixer and Susan came up to me, Susan Sprinkle. And she was uh, like, Hey, Rob Abs drank too much. I don't think he should be driving. <laughs> and he hit on me or something. Or propo- pro- propositioned me for sex. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to do about the sex thing, but uh, I think he's an adult. He can handle his driving. Next thing I know, he's hit two curbs and he popped both of his tires. <laughs> and he says he came out of nowhere. And then I don't know, you know, and they, he's walking home with his fucking uh suitcase i think he had called so? the rental car company and they were going to tow it and then he was just like you know oh, you know oh just and they were like we'll get you a new car he's like just don't worry about it i don't know i don't know what happened all i know is i remember seeing a, like a it's almost like a picture frame shot of him like walking down the streets of boston with like a suitcase just kind of rolling down the street uh and i don't know all i don't really don't know the details but i also know i would have told anyone don't get a car while you're out there because it's not. Dude, the traffic was horrible and yeah. it's bumper to bumper. Traffic and I bad. get it. I know traffic. Really good. Um, traffic in the city is bad, but Boston was bad, like worse, in my opinion. Okay. You can't get anywhere in a fucking. They just, you know, anything's better. Running's better. Walking. Uh, it's like a half hour to get any anywhere, even remotely close. And then. Up to two hours if you're going. It was horrible. And I, and we, and I'm in San Francisco and you can get around way faster in San Francisco. Okay. I would have argued that San Francisco is still worse, but, um, it's not like it's a, I I don't think it's either way would be that far off. They're both very bad. Uh, but it also depends, I think, on what time. It seems like San Francisco now without any problems. Even if you're trying to get out of the city at like one thirty, you're already backed up for like forty minutes. Uh, no, dude, but we were just going like six blocks in the car and they can't even get a block without stopping the whole time. It was just a hor I mean, it was horrible traffic. Yeah. The subway was amazing, I thought. 
Well, that really is where like they that. went. They they definitely have a much better transit system than we do. I agree. And, and thank God for that. And how do they not have any hobos? I don't know. There was a few hobos, one or two, but we have like at 7,000 hobos. You know what I think it is? It's the winter. The it's cold. A, yeah, it's a cold weather. Okay. There, so there's the a picture. X-Now Malcolm has a picture of Rob walking down the street with his suitcase. That that didn't even phase Bap. He's just like, I popped the tires. He didn't care. And then we're like, what? <laughs> he didn't care. You mean you crashed your car when you're drunk? Or, I don't know. Well, that was and, never, that was never, well, it wasn't ever proven to me. I mean, it was never a thing that I knew about. All I, all I heard was that Rob's got two flat tires and now he's walking down the street. So I had a couple people alert me to his drunkness before he got in the car. Okay. I didn't hmm. know any of that. Yeah. Well, says, Mm, okay. He didn't saw, seem drunk to me. No, and he um he like pushed his drink away and said, like, I'm driving, so I'm okay. cutting myself off. So Okay. Okay. Well frankly, he seems drunk when he's not drunk. <laughs> I just feel like uh could just be bad. How do you not if you're a good drinking driver, how are you hitting a, a curb and palm two tires? I'll be dang says maybe I'll also just move on. Yeah, I don't. Okay. It, it's not a big deal. I didn't. I was not aware of it, but I would have recommended not getting a car for sure. Um, I did get a car, but I got a car like the last morning I was in Boston to drive out of Boston to go to Maine, which is a different story. There's no way I would have gotten a car while I was there because there's nowhere to park it. So Saturday, yeah. Saturday morning. We all have to meet up. We all did something, and then we met at that down under again. Yeah. And you got your shirts, and we played a little ping pong. I tried to bet. I was betting on ping pong, and eventually people figured out who were the, you know, who were the the lead horses, and they wouldn't take my money. You know, they wouldn't bet me anymore. Game on is the place. Game uh, on, yeah. And uh you're not betting a lot, but I was trying to at first I started trying to throw fives and no one was taking that, so I was like singles. And uh I think I I think I was up a couple bucks by the end. I was more I was interested in putting a little money on the ping pong. And they had free pizza, I think, as well. Not that we needed it because we were go about to go to the food festival, but uh I wasn't terribly impressed with game on's bartending staff i will say they weren't overly well, friendly no, i'll agree didn't. i didn't like it I they like were yeah. uh but i i also know that they put up with a lot of shit because they're right outside of fenway and you know it's just that was numbers. that was my impression too it's like i'm sure there's tons of you know Bullshit that they have yeah, to do. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you think you're special They're guy. just kind of short with everybody. Yeah, it's just like, hey, you know, fucking let me just pour you a drink and get out of here. Which is kind of what you expect from those type of places, which is like, you know, why I would go to like an O'Leary's. It's a little out of the way, but not going to, you know, they'll at least know who your group is and shit. But that's what you expect. They're right outside of any ballpark. You can get that. Uh... So... We partied there for a while, played ping pong and shit, bounced out, and went right in line for the food festival. Which is where 
surprise of the weekend. I guess they kind we kind of knew by that point, but CK Ender and Tommy uh bounced over from New York and came to meet us and come hang out, which was badass. Which was you know, not expected. Like we didn't know that they'd come. So we got to hang out with them for the day. <clears throat> and uh start cruising through the food festival and trying this one and that thing and whatever. And there was lines, but they moved pretty quick, generally. Like they were pretty good. I, you you yeah. you weren't really in a line for more than like a couple minutes to try something. Uh and it started getting a little hot, so we were looking for places to like uh bounce in. What was it? It was the Cheeky Monkey we went into. Not everybody, but a bunch of us uh for a while. And it was odd because I ended up meeting in Maine the guy like I ended up hanging out with a guy and his wife and their uncle owned that place, and he was telling me all these stories about it. He's like, yeah, he's owned the place for, like, 30 years. It went from, like, he's like, he tries to change it up every, like, five or six years. So, at one point, it was, like, a mm, 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 dance club type place. And then it changed to, like, a, oh, now we're a brew pub, and we brew our own beer. And then, you know, it changed from, like, one thing to the next to the next to just try and stay relevant around there. Um. But it had some fucking weird, scary-ass monkey, like, busts, I guess you'd call them, that would just, like, burn burn through your soul. It was a very odd yeah. place. Very strange. Uh, but we hung out there for a while. And then I'm trying to remember what we did. I know we went to dinner someplace. A couple, we split off to, like, a couple different groups and went to dinner <clears> a couple different places. We went to... I could not tell you where I went. I have a weird picture too that <clears throat> was tweeted that I didn't get to get a, a, a story on, but it's Exxon Malcolm shoving, I think it's Sauce's head down onto him to where you, you know, his area. <laughs> yeah, you, let's see. It was, it was Esta, Eves, some dude, um, who else? Milliamp, Susan Sprinkle, myself went to some place that I'm I'm losing oh, the name of. The Rove is that the Rove thirty four? Rove thirty four, yeah, yeah. So we went there. I don't know where the rest of you guys went for dinner. And we had a delicious dinner over there, and I had some lobster. Yada yada. <laughs> oh yeah, Lucky's Lounge. I went to Lucky's Lounge with Susan Sprinkle, uh, to sort oh, of wait, right. wait to meet for everybody. And then Susan and I went on a date there. <laughs> At the date. We went. It was just sort of. It wasn't a date. It was just sort of funny. Because it's like. Susan and I are meeting. And we're having cocktails. And we're watching a band. And ordering hors d'oeuvres. And I'm like. We're basically on a date right now. And she's like. Well I'm not going to put out. And I was like. No it's okay. We're not. Really on a date. And then we went and. Uh. And hung out at uh, row 34. And uh, that was Saturday night. And then I want to say, I honest to God, I want to say we went back to O'Leary's. But I don't remember uh, if you guys all went there or what. You remember, Trudeau? I don't remember. What night? The last Saturday night. The night before the shame brunch. I think we did. I think that's where we were. I have pictures of dinner, and then I have pictures of Rusty's sticker on my shirt, and then it goes to the next morning. 
<laughs> it goes to Shane Brunch after that. I think a bunch of those guys hung out at Bear D&B. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was the night that Tommy and C. Kander were there, and we ended up back in my place at the very end. Uh, and, yeah, and we had a great time. And I don't, I don't recall how many people made it back to my place, but a bunch did. Uh, <laughs> to the point where I thought maybe I was going to get noise complaints, but I did not get noise complaints. And everything was great. And uh, Seekander brought me some beer, which was great. And um, I know you brought Aubrey T. some beer as well, which was badass. I did. And then you I took, took the, the, the remainder. Extras? Yeah. yeah. I just took whatever was left in my place. And then come Sunday morning, and we went to uh, Shame Brunch. And I got a bunch of pictures of Turnout. I mean, I got a bunch of pictures of Esther with his niece. Yes. At Shame Brunch. Shame Brunch was good. She's a cutie. She is. She's so, like, calm and good-natured. Absolutely. It's fun to hang out. And Shame Brunch was at again. I got pictures of all my food, but that's the name of the restaurant. That's the Beat Brew Hall. That's right. That's right. Uh, the Beehive and that place are co-owned by the same people. And later on, uh, I ended up going to the Beehive with um, Victor and his girlfriend for one night. But um, Shane Brunch was had. A bunch of hugs. Some people left. Some people stayed. I had a burger that's just just ridiculous. Like a foot high type of thing and a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Uh, and a bunch of people also had very similar odd things. Mm-hmm. And I think that night after some people left, but a lot of people stayed um, for dinner. I know that night we went to Union Oyster House, <clears throat> which is, you know, quote unquote, America's oldest restaurant, which we run into with these places. Like when we went to New Orleans, we went to the, you know, America's oldest tavern or something. Well, they have the oldest bar there. Oldest bar. But if you go outside of Union Oyster House, right across the street is uh, the Hand Tavern, which is, it says it's the oldest tavern in America. So I don't know what that means. Uh, Yeah, I don't know either. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that was great. And then by that point, a bunch of people had uh, left by the next morning. I woke up in the mid-morning, a little early morning. With my eyes swelled shut. And I didn't know why. Uh, and I was like, why is my eyes swelled shut? And then some people started sending me the picture of Turnat uh, butt naked sitting on my bed. <laughs> well, they blame, yes. You, you got the blame for blame Turnat. <clears throat> because I brought the shirts down when we were handing out the shirts, and I had found your shirt, and I had put my balls on your shirt. And then I waited until you put it on, and then I sent you the picture. I was like, hey, is this your shirt? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, look at that. And there's balls on it. So then while I was gone, I had left my key in the lockbox for people to come and go and leave their stuff. Later on, I get a picture of Turd Hat with no clothes on sitting on my bed uh, with his bare hey, butt. He had his bed. shoes. Oh, he had his he shoes. He's showing off his new shoes. Yeah, he's like, look at my new shoes. There were uh, Adidas all black. Yeah, triple yeah, black. Triple blacks. Yeah. And uh then the next morning <laughs> I woke up and my eye was full shut. 
<laughs> because you slept with your eye on the corner of the footbed. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't blaming you because there's people all over my bed, and there's people that put a fucking giant cucumber in my pillowcase or whatever from the cucumber sandwiches. All I know is I woke up and I had a problem with my eye. That's all I know, and I don't think it was your butt because your butt was at the foot of the bed. But I had a problem with my eye. And I, yeah, if you uh, had a problem with your foot, that then we would talk. I had a swollen pink foot. <laughs> then we would. Then I would say, okay, I, maybe it's my butt. It was not pink eye, uh, because I didn't have a pink eye. I just had like an allergic reaction. Uh, you could tell. And I put ice on it, started to go down. I took some Benadryl, and it went away. But there was something on that bed that I needed to then sleep on for the next like four or five nights or whatever I had left, three nights. Uh, that was all. And I turned my pillowcases inside out and shit. No joke, because that's when I found that uh. fucking cucumber. It's like, well, there's something all over my pillowcases. I don't know whose butt has farted on all of these pillowcases, you know? Because I've had, I don't know who didn't go in my room. Like, I think I had basically almost everyone in my room. I didn't smell the cucumber swan tongue because it was wrapped in, it was like shrink wrapped in cellophane, in plastic wrap. So I felt, I, I'm i like, what the F? And then I felt something in there. I'm like, oh my God. And it really was like two foot long cucumber. And I took it out of there and I was like, God damn it. <clears throat> I did leave that guy a shitty review, by the way. I forgot to mention two things. One, I go to, check into my Airbnb and it's a, it's a basement apartment in Boston. So <clears throat> there's windows just on one side and they're above the bed, like near the ceiling and you could open them. And that was fine. No big deal. But I'm there for seven nights and the motherfucker left me a half a roll of toilet paper, one half of one roll of toilet paper. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> so I had to, I had to like get the conch shell out and make the call like to everybody. I'm like, dude, if you've got extra toilet paper, bring it over here. Cause I know you're all coming over here, uh, to drop your shit off or whatever. So, um, people brought toilet paper. Who brought me? Turdette maybe was well, the one who bought me a four pack. I can't remember. Somebody bought I think me a four so, pack. Yeah. And, um, number two, the first night I was there, I went to my fancy pants dinner and it was kind of dressy. And so I wore some dressy shoes. And then I ended up walking over a ways to uh, Dappy Man's place where Dappy Man and Victor and his girlfriend and um, uh, Eldon and who else? Was some dude there? Trying to remember. At any rate, I I apologize if I'm forgetting. Maybe it was Kakabub. But uh, I get over to their place. A, I didn't change my shoes. So now I got huge blisters on the back of my heels, which was terrible. And Eves ended up buying me blister pads, Eves and Esta which saved my ass, but I show up there and I go to walk around the back of their place. Cause they've got like a fire pit in back and I could hear people talking and they had locked themselves out of their Airbnb and could not get back in. And, uh, they ended up pounding hard enough where the person who owned the Airbnb who lived, I think like one floor up came down and let them in. And Dappy man did that thing where he's trying to be, be apologetic, but he's drunk. And so he's over, doing it a little bit so it should just be like the you know hey i'm sorry thanks for letting me in uh i pop but it was like i'm so sorry we won't do this again we really 
shouldn't have done this and locked yourselves out, but you are the best. And thank you so much. And I'm just, and I'm kind of like sitting there like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And even the lady, I think, was a little bit like, okay, 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 okay. So everyone keep it down or whatever. And we were loud enough where, like, the neighbors at one point were sitting in the back. And I see, like, a light flick on, flick off, flick on, flick off. Like, flashing us. Like, shut up. And uh, so eventually we left. She left you guys a good review. I am fucking shocked, Kagabub. I'm sure you guys are fine. It was just that one night. It was late. We were loud. And uh, you locked yourselves out. She seemed cool as fuck, though. So that was that was good. I left my guy in the um, basement Airbnb place a good star review, but a bad written review. Because over and over, I saw the same shit. Like, there's nothing in here. You basically have towels, and that's it. Yeah. And there, it's true. You had nothing. Like, you don't... It's weird. Sorry, go ahead. You go ahead, please. I was going to say, I've had Airbnbs all over, and usually they were stocked with everything you could need. Yeah. You know, in Louisville, they had snacks and food and all kinds of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, When we stayed in Vancouver, they had tons of stuff in there. And in Boston, yours... And mine, too, just didn't have anything in it. Really? Nothing. Nothing in yours as well, huh? Like, they had the bare essentials. They didn't have hand soap in the yeah. bathroom. They had dish soap in the in the thing, so we just used fucking dish soap for hand so, soap. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, no Kleenex in any of it. I, I never saw a fucking Kleenex anywhere. No kidding. I don't know. It was just really bizarre. Like, what the fuck's going on? Do they just get stripped of shit? That's what I was Boston? thinking. Yeah, but but it bothered me because the other reviews had said the same thing. Like, hey, there's no toilet paper or whatever. And I I had made a mental note, like, bring a fucking roll of toilet paper. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to bring a roll because I'm going to be there for a week. Like, I'll just go buy some. And it was right. Like, how do you leave a half a roll of toilet paper for a, for a week? I can understand, like, maybe if you got somebody there for one night, whatever. But, dude, go buy the Costco pack, and you're good for, like, a year, you know? I don't know if people are mm-hmm. stealing it or what, but you, you can't leave one right. half of a roll. And uh, not one sharp knife. Like, they had a couple, they had, like, maybe two plates, two forks, two knives, two spoons, but, like, butter knives type things. Not one knife that you could cut anything with. So, like, to make finger sandwiches, they had to go buy knives. Uh, mm-hmm. And what else? I mean, just nothing. There's just nothing there. And it's all mm-hmm. about location because the place is two blocks from Fenway. I mean, you could walk to Fenway in five minutes, but that was it. So I left the, the review basically saying exactly that. I'm like, look, this place gets a great review because it is so close to Fenway and it's all about location, but there ain't shit here. And um uh, there was a washer and dryer outside and that shit barely worked too. Like I, I, I was trying to, cause I needed to wash clothes <laughs> and there's a chick out there and she's like, got the fucking, it's a quarter one where you put in like five quarters for the dryer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's jammed all the way in. She's like, can you pull this out of here? And I'm like, I'll try. And I couldn't get it. And she ended up banging on it with something after, right as I was walking away and it popped out. She's like, yay. And got it. But. I was like, fuck. Every time I went there, it seemed like someone was doing laundry, and half the time, people were banging on the machine. 
So I got lucky. There was a fucking place right across the street that does laundry, mm-hmm. and you drop it off there, and, and they do the fluff and fold, and then pack it like super tight in plastic. So the last day I was there, I did that, and was able to just like nice. drop it in my suitcase and, and bolt out of there. But yeah, not the greatest Airbnb I've ever stayed at. Turned out I know you guys stayed at a hotel. I'm sure that was pretty good. No, the Elliott Hotel was very nice. It's like a fucking famous fancy pants hotel. Door doorman and shit. Yeah. But hey, I gotta take a leak bad. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, all. Go ahead. Uh but that kind of wraps up the Boston part, and I'll just keep my part pretty brief. Um But I actually ended up hanging out with uh with Vic and his girlfriend uh for the next night and or the next afternoon and night and we went to um see the old ironsides uss constitution i think you guys did that right esta yeah we did it i think earlier that same day yeah uh but we were kind of on a tighter timeline so we couldn't really stick around <laughs> heard him the... scream in the background yeah yeah no i i we went down you go down one level and it's like I'm already hunched over in between the beams and I can barely stand up where there aren't beams. You go down another level. This is the oldest active, you know, whatever n- boat, naval the, ship, naval ship in the US. You go down one other level and I was getting claustrophobic like I'm hunched all the way over like Oh yeah. When there's beams, I almost have to touch the ground with one hand to get past them and that started to freak me out. And uh, there was even a third level, I think, to go down, and I didn't go down there because I was like, if it gets any shorter, I don't see it. <laughs> I went down there. I was hitting my head on there. Dude, it's crazy short. And then there was a World War II boat that was uh, across the way, a World War II destroyer, and that name escapes me, but we got to tour that one, too. I don't know if that was open when you guys were there or if you did that one. Mm-hmm. The Cats and Young. Yeah, that was badass. That was one of my favorite things. And I did, uh, I did after some people had left, I'd also did the, um, the fine arts museum, which is like the fifth largest museum in the nation, uh, which was amazing. They've got the biggest collection of Monet's, I believe anywhere. And obviously like a bunch of other stuff, Da Vinci's and this and that European stuff, but then also just like Native American art, Egyptian art, like huge fucking museum. Uh, and I went to the Harvard natural history museum. That was badass. And the Skywalk, which is like 52 stories up, where it's got like a guided tour. You walk all the way around and kind of look at all the shit. They talk about, you know, various famous history locations. Uh, And then to briefly wrap it up, I took a car to, uh, I rented a car and went to Portland, Maine. Stayed there a couple nights, went to some great restaurants. Did the mail run with the boat there where they take a ferry out to all the different islands that um, only can receive anything by boat. So there's Mm -hmm. no, you know, anything that goes out there, they bring out on a boat. So you're basically on the same boat as like any sort of cargo that they're taking out. Um, And I did my own uh, brewery tour out there, hit about like five or six breweries in an afternoon, which was pretty badass. Uh, a bunch of different kind of famous ones in the Portland area. And then um, went to Providence, Rhode Island. They had the Water Fire Festival there. You can look that up. 
but they basically light up the entire river with uh these big braziers of pretty wild. It was badass, dude. It went on for miles. Um and there was just booths everywhere and live music and fire dancers and all this stuff. They do it, I think, like let's say like four to six times a year. And uh it's just the whole fucking town goes down there and it go runs from like eight to midnight, I think. Or no, dusk to midnight, I guess. Um I got some art there and uh had a really, really great meal in um uh, Providence as well at this place called Birch. And uh had one of their, you know, supposedly one of the best pizzas. It was really good. It was arugula, uh arugula and prosciutto pizza. The name's escaping me, but I will think of it if somebody's interested. Um that I think I posted on Twitter. And then I flew home the next day. I will tell you something like on the way out, I flew out on first class because I got lucky with the price. I got $500 round trip. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it on the way out. I had the bed the whole way, which really was a bed. And it was uh-huh. like the, you know, that's where I really felt like I'm punching above my weight class or whatever. Like this is not, you know, this is more than I probably would normally ever be able to afford first class on the way home. It's still great, but it was regular first class. And because I did have a layover, I had like one stop in Denver or whatever. That felt more like how just a human is supposed to be treated as opposed to like the cattle <laughs> call that economy is. You, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like first class now is what I feel like regular air travel in like maybe the 70s was, maybe even the early 80s, where it's just like you're just treated like a human being and you're not treated like a fucking you know, how many can we pack in here on meat hooks? So, I don't know. So that was my trip. It was fun. How was your pee, Turdat? You back? No oh, weird, I thought he was back. Oh. You're muted. <laughs> can you unmute, or are you just going to mute and not come back? Now what do I do? I don't know. Wait. Let's see if he does come back. I mean, we could hear him. He went pee, and then he came back and muted. I think he's done. Welcome back, everybody. Same same as it ever was. Oh. <laughs> what do I do here? Let's see. I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, I know what to do, but... You back? What does that mean? <laughs> I'm calling there back. he is. Were you he panicking, wants... Ben? I'm not panicking. I was just literally saying, like, what do I do? He came back, and then he muted, and he left again. Hi. Hello. Uh, it's just what, you know, what am I supposed to do? I got to go pee, and then it's like, it, you know, you come back. Well, and let's move to that again. segment of the of the show. What segment? The part where Brent comes in? Yeah. We're there. We already did it. <laughs> Say something because you're breathing, because it it's, needs to mic you down a little bit because you're breathing so loud. <laughs> hey. What, oh, oh, hi. Hi. What did hi, we not uh, cover? What should we add? Good night, everybody. You want to go to bed? He's gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know what to do.
What am I supposed to do? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. I guess it's pretty late, but is there anything I missed that I shouldn't have missed? Uh, well, Turd Hat Irish exited the uh, Shame Brunch. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be uh, there. says, Fen, uh, why did you let this happen? I knew as soon as he opened that bottle of wine and started chugging it, it was <laughs> I knew. What can you do? I think you, I, I mean, I think you covered it pretty well. It's a hard thing to do because I know some people are like, can you fucking just get past this, please? Like, I'm so sick of this. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the other, there's other people that are just like, yeah, but you didn't talk about, no, 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 no. So I don't ever know how to do it, but. Well, you didn't name me ping pong champion. Oh, that's right. So ping pong. That's champion. one thing you did do. Ping pong champion. Okay. Just let that be known. There were bets. Uh, people that were there would know. You know, when you find a horse, you, you stick by it. When people won't take your bets, you know, you know, when you're, when you're throwing it out there and you're like, anybody, nobody wants it. Nobody wants a piece. No one's betting against me. And I'm whipping that horse. (laughs) All right. Let's just do phone calls, emails. I have a couple things where they can, they're nothing important. And I do have a, some phone call email shit to get to. Shut you ready? the fuck up. You ready? BJ is about to sing some shit for you right now. Oh my right. god. Tell <laughs> me, you know, tell me whenever you're ready. <clears throat> I, you know, I'm not sure the clip I sent you, so fuck it, let's just do it. It's time for email! Got it. And some <laughs> hey, God. standing in front of me. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't even believe that just happened. I just had 50 people call me a douche in person. I'm, I'm all of a sudden pregnant. <laughs> I did kind of want to play you that that thing I had for the after show. I have a 911 call of a, some people. I can't remember what state. They're in the south though. And uh, the gentleman claims that his dog set off a firearm, which shot his lady friend in the leg. And I read like, the, I read the headline to that story, but I hadn't heard anything. It's like it's like six minutes, but it's 
and I don't, you know, it's one of those things that maybe it'll be worth it. Maybe we, it won't, but I, I cut it down from like 10 or 12 minutes from, <laughs> uh, let's see. I believe this is anti arsenal. Howdy. I'm just listening to the latest, uh, cast five Oh five for God's sakes, pumpernickel. Uh, here's a nice place for group camping in Colorado. And it's www.ranchretreats.com. If you do a search for Colorado group camp rentals, there's a lot of options. So I will put that in the chat room for you. Come on. And uh, you can take a look. I have not looked at it. This is, of course, like the ranch option. If I mean, not ranch option, camp option. It says, where else can you rent your own private ranch estate for family reunions, birthdays, anniversaries, or a gathering of friends? Hey, it does sound pretty good. It's a private venue. Unlike any vacation rental, home or cabin, allows you complete privacy for the length of your stay. No strangers, just your group. Cook, play games, read a book, watch a movie, or hike the land. Take advantage of local outfitters for horseback riding, whitewater rafting, fishing, or rock climbing. The schedule is yours to create and tailor to fit your group dynamic. So it does look like kind of an interesting place, and there are cabins. I wonder if there's prices anywhere. Here's pricing. Let's see. I want to stay in the irrigation room. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay in the room that's just called America. <laughs> see, now this can't... This is... See, okay. It's not cheap. Three night minimum, up to forty people. I think this is supposed to be three seventeen per night. Is that right? Per I mean, person? Per per? Is that three seventeen no. per night? That it's seems like, like yeah. a lot. That seems per like night. It's like a four Yeah, I mean that's fucking. Time. That's crazy. Per person charge of $50 per night applies for persons over 40 and up to an absolute maximum of 50 people. Okay. Three, oh, is it? Is that for the whole place? It's, That's got to yeah, be for the whole place. Okay. It's less than uh, like 100 bucks per night per person. Okay, less okay, than- okay. I thought they were saying $300 a night per person per no, night. No, it's three. It's $3,000. $175 per night includes up to 40 people. Okay. Yeah. Phew. That's but a that's little. Yeah, forty people. Right. Okay. Say it includes up to forty people. Someone did the math. What did you say it was? Uh, for three nights, thirty-one seventy-five times three equals ninety-five hundred divided by forty. Oh shit! I did that. I hit the wrong button. Ninety-five <laughs> twenty-five divided by forty. It's about two hundred and thirty-eight dollars for uh for three the nights. three night total. Okay, so that's about much eighty doable. bucks a night. That's that's much more doable. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out like what do we do? You know, then you've got like food and whatever. You know, like do you mm-hmm. is it BYO everything? Got it. Anyway, check into that if people want to take a look at it. Tell us. Albie Dank says, can I yeehaw there, though? <laughs> they might get they it's might not, like get away with a yeehaw. It's not uninteresting. Yeah, I'm just, you know, it's an option. I It's the first one I've seen that's like, 
here's where you go. You pay, you pay this much and it covers like an actual room and whatever. And the, and the numbers are variable a little bit. So, okay. Well then they're also, there's also a 575 departure cleaning fee. Two oh. twenty five hundred fully refundable security deposit is required. So then you get that. <clears throat> blah blah blah. Anyway, it's uh, it's you know put it in the mix. Hubby Dang says Myrtle Beach is pretty good. He was suggesting Myrtle yeah. Beach. So here, uh, 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 Milliam says, and I have yours in there. I'll, I'll be danged. Milliam says uh, Montreal. I hear it's awesome. I asked a friend who's been there a few times, how pricey is it on a scale from Atlanta to New York City? And he said, Charlotte. And he's a lush and a foodie who's been to French Laundry twice, milliamp. So I don't know what that, I, that, that, I don't know what that means. A scale <laughs> from Atlanta, a scale from Atlanta to New York City. And he said, Charlotte. I'm going to say Charlotte is cheaper than Atlanta or New York City. That's what I would guess, but I don't know. The, and I'll be dang since oh. Charlotte's in the middle. It's reasonable. I'm into Montreal. I mean, I'm not not into Montreal. I'd uh, be way. down with Montreal. <laughs> yeah, Montreal, but I could do. It's gonna automatically eliminate a ton of people. You mean I gotta get a passport? Yeah, you gotta. You're gonna have to have a passport. Sure, Joe Boo's all set. Joe Boo's got one. I do need to get a new passport. Uh, no, I'd be good, but. As long as I don't need to worry about, uh, you know, Francais. The fine French. Yeah. Well, says, what about all those dirty Canadians? <laughs> I mean, they, they're almost a different, they're Canadian, but they're French Canadian, which is like yeah. a different, it's like a different section of Canadians. I'd go up the there rude Canadian. Poutine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to poo poo Montreal. Although I do know we had a guildmate. In the past, from that area, Esta. Mm-hmm. I think she ended up hooking up with a couple guys that from the guild. <laughs> that was a uh, drama, you know, whatever mm-hmm. drama. Yes, she was interesting. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got this from You're Good fr- Luck. Yeah. Your French accent's almost as good as your Jamaican. Dude, I don't have a fucking French accent. I mean, you know, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Let's hear your French accent on the fly. You got something? No. No. Yeah. No. But Why would I do that? To appease my. But I'll go up there and eat some poutine. Know what I'm saying? Oh, no. I know what you're saying. Gross. Gross? You don't, like, you you don't like poutine? Fuck no. God, I'd have a big bowl of poutine right now. Although I didn't really have a a, a decent dinner, so that might be part of it. Uh, Good luck, Riley sent me this. Glenn Livett is making this thing that I remember from. You might remember this. Excellent, welcome. Uh, one of the Alien movies. There's a guy that drops like a little square into a glass, and then it hits it with a laser, and it turns into liquor. It's like the yeah. one where she's on the. They're cloning her to try and get her back. God, I don't know which one it is. Uh, they all run together for the, me. It's one of the later ones. It does it does run together. It did oh. have uh she throws the basketball over her shoulder and makes a perfect like swish from half court. Gotta be like three years. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. But anyway, Glenn Livid is I think basically that's amazing. resurrection. You're right. You're right. I think it is. Yeah. Um Glenn Livid's making that. And someone called them uh Tide Pods with alcohol in them. It's basically the same <laughs> thing, but this is it. The Glenn Livid has released an original whiskey drinking experience. A collection of edible cocktail capsules made from seaweed, meaning no need for a glass, ice, or a cocktail stirrer. Thai Air, one of the world's best bars, created three new Founders Reserve-based recipes for whiskey lovers to try together. To enjoy them, pop the capsule in your mouth and take a bite to release the delicious cocktail ingredients. And I don't know, it's whatever, but uh, I don't need that, you know? I don't need a capsule. It doesn't seem like a good experience to... No, I mean, if you want to bite, bite into, into a, a capsule... A seaweed-covered capsule of booze, be my guess, hmm. sir, but... I was going to say it's for probably for people that need to sneak it into places but then you're gonna you're just gonna bust it yeah you're gonna pop that thing open in your in your bag or whatever your your pants right and i i remember hearing about um (laughs) uh the powdered alcohol thing and they actually there's some companies that actually made like a powdered beer powdered this powdered that and it was kind of for backpackers but it was really a novelty of like it's way too fucking expensive to ever Mm-hmm. seriously consider bringing unless you you know don't mind spending five or to six times as much on alcohol in a powdered form and i'm sure it's not very good it hasn't really like yeah i never really saw anything come of it you know so whatever. i guess i i guess i just don't see the appeal i mean i guess the novelty of it is the appeal yeah it's a tasting experience bullshit uh, yeah even the like the fancy pants meal i went to was like an actual 12 courses of food and not like they crack like a thing open in front of you and you smell it and that's your mm-hmm. next course like it was actual food you know like i don't i'm not into those like gastronomic experience of like mm. you see i think parks and rec did one where it's like you know is this my drink it's like oh yeah they vaporize it and you sniff it or whatever and you blow it in your face <laughs> none of that shit i don't need that uh this is from mandy dawson usually these come in about i would say once a year and it's generally during uh sweeps for some reason but this is the uh how much uh bugs rodent hair and poop is allowed in your food deal <laughs> That comes around, it's usually once a year, but I guess it's that time of year. Uh, and I just put the link in for you guys. And let's, they go through it by like meal, so feel free to pick out what you like. But, uh, oh, 10 milligrams of, uh, animal poop per pound in coffee beans are allowed. And four to six percent of beans by count are also allowed to be insect, insect infested or moldy. And speaking of which, I have a little bit of stuffy nose going. Um, black pepper. Can I ask you if you had beer. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, I just had wine. that. I just had that wine, and that wine seemed to do it. And I'm thinking mm. that wine was in the fridge for an awful long time. Mm. You know, and I'm wondering if it was something moldy in there because it something hit me, got me right up here, and I'm pointing to my 
part of my face. Black pepper on your eggs. Uh, you can be eating more than 40 insect fragments in every teaspoon of black pepper, along with a smidgen of rodent <laughs> hair. And uh, fruit flies, et cetera, et cetera. Let's see. Lunch. Peanut butter. You can have an average of one or more rodent hairs and 30 or so insect fragments in every 100 grams, which is 3.5 ounces. Typical serving is two tablespoons, which means each two tablespoons would only have about eight insect fragments and a teensy bit of rodent filth. Which Dude, that's nothing. No big deal. <laughs> this is well, this one's pretty bad. Jelly and jam, and you know what the difference? Between <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's, you know the difference. Ironically, I've I know what the difference is between jelly and jam. Um, apple <laughs> butter can contain four or more rodent hairs for every three and a half ounces. And about five whole insects. Uh, apple butter can also contain up to 12% mold, which is better than cherry jam, which can be 30% moldy, or black currant jam, which can be 75% moldy. I don't know how. What? 75% moldy? That doesn't make sense to me, yeah. And did you say five whole insects? Yes. Uh, the fuck? Let's see. No, no, no. Four or more rodent hairs, five whole insects. And I'm thinking fruit flies in this case. But... You know, that's yeah, yeah, tiny little things. Uh, they go into golden raisins, which guess what? They're you know, you can have in a little kid sized container those tiny little boxes. You can have uh four insects, eggs, and one whole insect in each box, in each one of those tiny little boxes. Hmm. This one uh, is no good. Bloody Marys, fourteen ounce Bloody Mary can contain four maggots and twenty or more fruit flies. For some reason, the the fruit flies don't get me, but the maggots get me pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I don't, I you know, fruit flies, whatever. Um, and it goes on and on, you know. Uh, sixteen ounce box of spaghetti, four hundred fifty insect parts, nine rodent hairs. The, usually, it's the canned stuff that's worse because of the the process. Canned tomatoes, tomato paste, sauces, uh. FDA allows two maggots in a 16-ounce can, but mushrooms, for every four-ounce can of mushrooms, that's that little can, you can have 20 or more maggots of any size. So, I think that's enough. You get the idea. Uh, Yeah, I'll be dang to this, and I I didn't learn this until recently. uh, Figs are, are pollinated by wasps, I think, and somehow they get... Swallowed up in there, and they end up in there in figs. Like, there's a whole thing about figs and wasps. If you ever get a chance to read it, last one frozen or canned spinach is allowed to have 50 aphids uh, or mites, or the FDA allows larvae of spinach worms or eight whole leaf minor bugs in your spinach. Hmm. No big deal. It's better than whole leaf minor bugs. It's better not to think about that kind of stuff. I mean, we were just Dude, I've been fine my whole life not oh. thinking about it. Uh, yeah. Skinny Cow sent me this. Massive semen explosion after Blaze hits bull artificial insemination facility. <laughs> Firefighters forced to dodge projectiles. Uh, apparently, there's a huge fire at a cattle breeding facility in Australia. So what happened was there is over a hundred cylinders of bull semen that once they got heated up because they were under pressure, they started popping off like bullets. You know what I mean? 
these things. And so the firefighters had to take cover because the, the liquid expanded rapidly and blew the lids off of everything. And then all the liquids as well just got shot all over the place. So uh, just a salute to these heroes. Just wait until that auto blow AI explodes. Oh, man. I'm telling you. You know what it is about that thing? It's it's the amount of effort. Uh, and I hate to put it this way, but I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Man. I'm going to find out. I will find out this week. It's just, there's lube, and then you got to plug it in, and then you got to, you have to pull the sleeve out and clean it, and then put it back in, and like, it comes with a stick to get it back into where it needs to go, okay? Because there's like, imagine... So do a, I. A, <laughs> imagine a robot arm. Like a ramrod? Yeah, it's got a ramrod. Because there's a robot arm that sits in the middle of this thing that moves up and down, for lack of a better way to put it. So there's... got it. it it's held in place above and below by sort of a, a big ring. That's on this sleeve. I was looking at the instructions. And so you got to shove that thing back in there. So imagine every time you want to have, you know, you want to treat yourself, you got to go through this whole, you know, 10 step procedure. It just seems like a lot. Well, look, you don't have to take it out to dinner. I guess I, you know, <laughs> it better be pretty fucking good, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Cause I Sounds got like a like, nice little Tuesday. I got to section off like a <laughs> like a portion of my afternoon to make this happen uh, and deal with. There's a lot of things to deal with here. I think you'd be surprised how quickly you can get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm saving time elsewhere. <laughs> that would kind of be a bummer in a weird way. Like you go through all this effort and it's like, uh oh, wow, that was quick. Goodness gracious. Like what? Really, the, a lot of build up. <laughs> the saddest part, if we want to be honest about it, is the after. Like the before is like whatever. The after is just like, oh god. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was saying earlier. Like after, you're, do you thank it? Like it's what? Like, what? <laughs> it's like shame brunch in a weird way. Like a weird. You just sort sit of there, stare at it. Solo shame brunch. It's like now I have to do this, and it's like. You know, and then you just like where you just gotta you gotta find a place to hide it, and it's not it's like it's like hiding a blender in your room somewhere, like in you know or in your house, like where are you gonna hide it? And it's not like someone's gonna stumble on it and not realize what it is. Everyone's gonna know what it is, and it looks it's got lips on the top. Okay, <laughs> weird. It's just weird. I wish it was less human looking. On the top, kind of. It's I don't know, or more. I don't know. Something that's in the middle. Uh, I, Dan, go ahead. I kind of wish I wasn't looking forward to hearing you like dance around your review of it next week. I really am because there's going to be a lot of verbal gymnastics. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. I, with it. I'm excited about. How uncomfortable you're going to be trying to talk about because it. when I think about it, I think about people who are listening, and then I think <laughs> about like, you know, there's specific people I think about that I'm not proud of the fact that I'm 
essentially sitting in the room with them in their ears telling them these these things. Look, Martha Pye will be fine. Just it's not <laughs> that's not who I was thinking about, but that certainly that is not a person that I'm excited about having this story time with. There's plenty of people. It's just kind of like, oh jeez. <laughs> It's like, well, that, you know, if there is any chance left, now I really could never be president, ever. Like, there's not a chance now. You know, it's like, get to senator, dodge a lot of bullets, and it's like, we've discovered in 2019, he, whatever. <laughs> Might make you more likely to be president. I mean, never will Kendall. Yeah, that's right, some dude. I'm thinking of all my new O'Leary's <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Actually, not O'Leary's, but I—I I know I've got a few new ones, and I'm not proud of whether what they're going to hear tonight. Well, Dawson sub Jill to vent chat right at the Catalina wine mixer. I do so. remember that. Yeah, how do you do, Jill? There's a, not just Jill; a few other people that like. Here's my phone. You do it. I remember doing it for a couple people. So you know, getting them on iTunes and whatever. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Those are the least of my worries. People I'll never see again. I, you know, I don't. That's not a big deal. Uh, this is from Danny Joe, who has another name that's escaping me at the moment. But uh, it's a call out on our city, and I'll play it for you. This is off of uh, a station that rhymes with socks news. But I don't. I just have like, you know, a minute of it. Gil Desaunier is a business owner in the city of San Francisco. He says he's thinking of abandoning San Francisco after he was bitten twice by vagrants. He joins us tonight. Gil, thanks very much for coming on. It's hard to believe this is even real. This is like a dawn of the dead scene. Yeah. You were bitten. How, tell us the circumstances. Well, the, the last event, um, it was a guy who came in, and we asked him to leave, and he left, and he came back 15 minutes later to harass the employee, and uh, he hit somebody, and uh, it got really violent. Some of the staff subdued him, and we tried to call the police to have them intervene and arrest him. And in the process, he decided to bite me. And one of the statements he made was, why even calling the police? They're not going to do anything. They're just going to let me go. And so I said, no, I'm, this time I'm going to place you under citizen's arrest, and I'm going to wait for the police to arrive. And uh, he was taken away. And it goes on. But um, I, I got this on my local news, yeah. too. And it's true. There's nothing. There's no, like, uh, sugarcoating it. But I will say the guy... His, I'm trying to remember if it was his parents that started this business. Anyway, the place goes back quite a few years. And since that time, the neighborhood around him just like slowly got worse and worse and worse. And other neighborhoods got better. He just kind of, you know how that kind of happens in mm -hmm. cities sometimes. So yeah. smash cut to now. And he's just basically in the worst neighborhood you could possibly be in. And they're still operating this corner store. And they've got public bathrooms. So guess what happens? Everyone comes in there to fucking, you know, just make a, just have a pee party and do drugs and whatever in his public bathrooms. And, mm. and he's basically like, yeah, now I'm going to bounce. And, uh, it's true that none of that's a lie. So <laughs> I'll be dang says, fuck living in California. Never have I ever been bit by people in South Carolina. Uh, maybe that's true. I don't know of a place in South Carolina that might bite you. Uh, I'm not defending it because it, it is accurate. 
there's a shitty part of San Francisco, a couple shitty parts that you don't want to be in. But uh, there's some, you know, it's not all like that. Uh, but we have a problem for sure. It definitely, you know, Boston's way better off than we are. And I honestly do think it is got to do with how cold it gets in the wintertime. Uh, if I was a homeless person, I would probably not want to live somewhere where it gets to be, you know, a foot of snow on the ground in the winter. Mm-hmm. That would just be tough to deal with. I would be in Florida. I would be in California. I would be in Hawaii. Hawaii is pretty bad too, honestly. It's also going to be tough being in places where it's super hot. Yeah, that as well. But, but I think that's bad. I think that's easier to deal with. You try mm-hmm. and tough out the day, and then whatever at night. Susan says, "Did I miss all the Vent Chat Boston stories? I was really so nosy to know the Rob Bat post wine mixer saga. No, we we covered that. Yeah, unfortunately, you. I mean, we covered it as much as we could. Really, I don't know if anyone really knows." <laughs> I what mean, I can't imagine the, was it Occam's razor, you know? Yeah, the simplest answer <laughs> is generally the truth. So, uh, let's see, I got this from SRP. Uh, I don't think I have audio on this, I'm just going to double check. Sorry about that. Oh no, I do have audio. Uh, I do have audio of this, and this is, uh, a germ, a story from Germany. And it's about hangovers being ruled an illness, but I will, I will tell you the real deal on this after. But I just wanted to play this before I play it. The woman on this story is, she seems very attractive when you look at her, uh, which is how I think she's gotten her job because she sounds like a Muppet. And I was trying to determine which Muppet. <laughs> I want to say it's like Elmo. Or Elmo's, I don't know. You take a listen. I predict that every news organization in Germany is going to have this headline, which is, a hangover is a legit illness. Yes, a German court ruled a hangover is an illness. And conveniently, it coincides with the start of Oktoberfest. But the court said, illnesses are things that could be temporary, like an upset stomach or a headache associated with a hangover. The ruling is actually not about hangovers. It's actually against the maker of an anti-hangover drink. They were accused of making illegal health claims about their product. But Sounds perfect. the headline is, hangover, a real illness. I, I should have done it, but I feel like if I pitched that up a couple of octaves, I could have gotten an Elmo out of that. At least part of it. I Elmo says... It's almost a little closer to Cookie Monster than Elmo. Okay, yeah. There's a roughness right at the beginning that I won't play the whole thing, but you hear like right at the beginning. I predict that every news organization. <laughs> I predict. <laughs> uh, it sounds anyway. like uh, Marge's sister. Okay, um, I got that. Sense- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Albie Dank says, so alcoholism is an illness. That's not what this was talking about. Essentially what it was talking about, and she did hit it at the end, I... I I was so busy paying attention to her voice, I didn't know if she hit it. But um, it was a company that claimed that they could uh, fix hangovers, and th- and they basically they were saying that they're you know you can't you're not allowed to to say you can cure a hangover. Um, let's see, hangovers were ruled an illness, I guess, by the court. 
so that this company could not claim that they were curing an illness. You follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, if you call a hangover an illness, then if this company is claiming they can cure an illness, they they can, I don't know. They Basically, they said, any minor disturbance in the body's normal functioning is considered an illness. Hangovers, which manifest in headaches, nausea, exhaustion, uh, deviate from the bodily norm. Therefore, the court ruled a hangover is an illness. They do not occur as a result of the natural up and downs of the body, but as a result of the consumption of alcohol, which is a harmful substance. The company then cannot claim that its powders and shots can cure hangovers, court ruled. So that was a reason. But this, you know, this this place took it as, uh, and SRPL sent it to me kind of as a joke, I know, but this place took it as like, uh, you know, they're saying they can cure hangovers. <clears throat> the real story here is that lady's voice. Yeah, that's what it was for. You said she's attractive, though? She seemed to be attractive, and I was looking at her, and, uh, a lot of times when I record these things, I start recording them and then I, I start doing something else. So I'm just listening to the audio and I was like, boy, she didn't get this job because her voice is, you know, <laughs> her voice sounds sweet. I mean, she got this job because she's good to look at on camera. Like she would not have gotten a radio job, I don't think. Uh, mm-hmm. Seemingly attractive. I'll be dang. It depends on like your entire picture of attractiveness. Um. She seemed physically attractive to view her, but again, when I just was listening to her voice, it was a bit off-putting, uh, just the voice part. So this takes us to um, essentially our calls. This is I'll be dang call. Uh, this is you, I'll be dang. I'll be dang says, my attractive net has a lot of strands. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Uh... So, I'll be dang sent me a couple clips here of his neighbor, and I think I've got it lined up here. So, the first one is him, I think, explaining explaining a little bit first. Here we go. All right. So, it's your boy, I'll be dang, and I'm, uh, I switched to, the, I'm at, I'm at the good microphone right now, and, uh, just gonna send you a couple of clips of my neighbor's. You might be able to hear his crazy ass in the background, but I'm going to send you a couple of uh, shitty clips from uh, my phone that I took earlier, and uh, that's about it. Uh, Hey, it's your boy. I'll be danged, and I'll be seeing you. These motherfuckers. That's the first one. The second one here is like where the meat potatoes are in, in my... In my estimation, I can't quite tell what he's saying, but is he, since you're in here, is he by himself or does he live with somebody? Because he really has got like a either completely crazy, there's nobody here patter going on, but I don't hear anybody talking back to him either. It's just him kind of losing it, like loud talking, like motherfucker, I, uh, uh, what the motherfucking, uh. Oh, he says he's yelling at his wife that stole his car earlier tonight. Yeah. But in this one, I don't hear him yelling at anybody. He says that's him every day. Okay. Let's listen to this. Hey, guys. It's your boy. I'll be danged. And it's 946 in the morning. And uh, my my neighbor is very drinky. And he's got mental problems. So uh, me and Charlie Chaos listen to this motherfucker. You probably hear him in the background. 
Will you uh, point this towards them? more here I, but he seems like he's just screaming at nothing like it's not like there's it doesn't seem like he's Did interacting he with America? i heard him say like i don't want you here i'm gonna something your hoe ass yeah but let's listen to the but it just seems like it's like a, a rant not like at anyone in particular i mean he may be yelling about somebody but <laughs> call it right there i don't know if you heard that but if you did it's this every day baby there's charlie cass so sometimes he's talking to himself sometimes he's on the phone but yeah i did hear a little bit of uh el torazon said sounds like Mm -hmm. carlos green's brother you don't mess with carlos green that's what you don't do yeah Uh, i wish i could understand him better there's Mm -hmm. one there's one more clip and it's short um but he and even Albinang mentioned it. He says the last clip is him talking about how he wants to line up his wife's friends and he's gonna fuck them all. And sure. before he said that, I had written down because I could hear it in there. He says something about I want all you hoes butt naked and something, something, something. I mean, this clip's maybe like twenty seconds, but I could understand a little more of it. Uh this is the last one. <laughs> Did you catch that? I want Ooh, all you yeah. hoes to be butt naked. Here, I'm just going to play that part again. We'll, th- we'll finish it out. This is like 20 more seconds. I'm going to put you I want all you Okay. 
<laughs> he said, so there's I'm going to fuck you too. Yeah, I heard that too. I'm going <laughs> to fuck you too. I want all you hoes to be... Bu- I mean, like, it sounds like it's a clip from, like, a 80s rap song. Like, a, what was that fucking group? Uh, two Live Crew. Two yeah, live crew. it sounds like a clip from Two Live Crew. <clears throat> like, something they would drop in a song. Not them, but, like, a drop. Like, I want all you hoes to be butt naked, because I'm going to fuck you too. You know, and it starts or whatever. It is crazy that shit. I lived. I I mean, when I was in college, I lived near some of that kind of shit. The cops have been here two times today. Mine were younger people though, and uh, I never. I my whole thing was at that time like I just don't want to get involved because I'm gonna get my ass kicked. You know, I just want to fucking get out of here. And it sucked. It sucked. It was the worst. Uh, okay. Let's blast off with Rob, uh, Rob Apps, uh, Boston wrap up. We got three calls and we got, uh, Rob's review and we'll see if we can crank everything in here and maybe still get time to, to play my 911 call clip in the after show. Maybe not. We'll see. Here we go. Hey, you guys, Rob Apple one here talking about. The Boston trip. Boston. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. It was definitely too short. Uh, I regret making this uh, um, a quick trip, uh, just a weekend, and I didn't add on uh, like I did um, the previous uh, two times I went. Uh, definitely went by too fast. I um, feel like I didn't get to hang out enough with everybody. I appreciate Everybody I did hang out with, and there's too many people to mention, but I really want to express all my thanks uh, to everybody. Uh, I know there was a whole bunch of funny stuff going on, uh, and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, typical Rob Bat one um, hilarity ensued, uh, but uh, I truly (laughs) did enjoy it, uh, especially loved hanging out with... uh, all the guys and uh, Turd Hat really went out of his way to uh, uh, like uh, hang out with me and, and stuff. And I really appreciate that. Um, uh, thanks again. I love you all. I can't wait to see you again. And uh, keep it 10 out of 10. Bob, Rob App one out. I almost said Bob App. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm in the guild uh, playing a rogue. Uh, check me out. Someone remind me to pull that. Pull that, pull that bop bap. Bop bap bun. Uh, let's see. Andy D. Hey, what's happening, guys? Uh, it's Andy D here. Dawson, Dawson, whatever you want to call me. Uh, just more or less giving you guys a buzz to say thank you for making Boston awesome. Uh, it was great getting together to see everybody, meet everyone. Uh, you know, every you guys made it feel uh, made a first timer feel really welcome. So thank you for that. Uh, anyways, uh, Portland next year. I think I'm in. All right, you guys have a good show. See ya. There's a vote for Portland. Portland. And you talk about somebody that fit like a glove their first time, <laughs> so oh. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna have to have like a separate whole thing with what went down in Bear D and B's because. <laughs> That was a little hideaway that I never made it over to. Glad I... Uh, yeah. I'm not yeah, glad you I, invited. I was invited, but... <laughs> I'm invited to a lot of things that I don't make it to. <laughs> uh, but I'll have to hear some stories from there. There's going to be a lot of stories that come out of this that aren't happening tonight, so... 
Don't you worry. Swagtongue says, Bap was happy to see you too, LOL. Are you talking about because he mentioned Turnhat? I know he was like, Turnhat took time to spend time with me. But I, he was happy to see everybody. What was the funny business? I don't know. I think he means himself, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> there was some funny business. And I, I kind of like cocked my head to the side because I'm like, you know, there really wasn't like any dirty funny business that I'm aware of. Maybe it was a little funny business with himself. I don't <laughs> Sometimes like somebody's like, there is some funny business. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I heard about that or I was there or something. But this time, you know. Uh, it was pretty tame this time, actually. In all things respect. considered. All things considered. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, good luck, Riley. What's up, Venchat? It's good luck, Riley. Wanted to leave a message for you guys to thank you very much for coming all the way to Boston, and especially being able to meet all of you guys. Eldon's stories about doing the Matt Damon voice, how freaking tall Turd Hat is, and uh, seeing Meech and all the other guys, and actually meeting Zum in person was pretty awesome. I hope you guys had fun, and welcome back to wherever you're from, and I hope to be at the next meetup next year, wherever it may be. Also, hey, did you guys hear that Massachusetts and Rhode Island and New York and all the surrounding areas banned vaping? The sale of vaping, I guess. But of course, I moved to a state that has a slogan called Live free or die, and we're not giving <laughs> we're not giving up our guns, and we're not giving up our vapes. So I thought that'd be interesting to share. All right, a little over one minute. Take care. Uh, I had a great meetup, so I don't have to say say how do you meet up for me later. Ah, so glad you had, so glad you had fun. Uh, and it was nice to meet you and your brother. And. uh Mm-hmm. He got fucking married the next morning. I mean, we yeah. got a nice, we did get a nice picture with all of us or everyone that was there. Dude, <clears throat> that is a great picture. It's pretty great. It's hard to get that many people in a spot and take a good picture, and we got a good one. Yeah. I mean, you can look through, and it's like there's nobody that's like pulling a weird, you know, looking the other way face or whatever. We got a pretty good, pretty good shot. I don't think it was every single person, but it was everyone that was there at that moment, and it was pretty great. There's a few great pictures, dude. There's one that, that me at the end of the table that I ended up sending to my mom. And she's like, I want a picture of that. It was me with my arms spread out. Like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, it looks like the last supper. Like you're sitting there like with your arms <laughs> spread out and everyone's around you. And I'm like, you know, it kind of does look like that. But, um, no, it's funny. He was talking about the accent and the Matt Damon voice. And, um, I mentioned I went to the, uh, Harvard Museum of Natural History while I was there. I got one of those, uh, you know, fucking Lilu multipass things, uh, where you go to like five different things. Cause the very first day I was going to go to the aquarium and I managed, I knew I was going to go to like one other thing. And it was just by the time you bought entrance into two things, you could buy this pass that was good for a week to get into like five different things for cheaper. So I did it. And, um, it was funny cause I went through the whole natural history museum and I wish, I wish to God I could do the great super thick, accent because i get to the end of the natural history museum and 
it's on like the, it goes like three or four floors up. And so there's an elevator you can take down. And then I take down the elevator to like the bottom floor, but it spits you out in like sort of like a stairwell. And there's a fucking Matt Damon painting the walls, like the janitor guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, cause I can't tell where the street is and like what side I'm on. I'm like, how do I get out of here? Whatever. And he comes back at me with the thickest fucking accent you have ever heard in your life. The thickest one I heard the entire time out there. And I'm in Harvard, you know, like yeah. in the basement of like <laughs> the fucking science building. And I was like, God damn it. If there wasn't a chalkboard here and if I didn't have an equation, I could fucking throw up here. You know, I could recreate that whole, you know, it, it was just fucking dead on. <laughs> and I wanted so badly after I heard it to come back, like, you know, circle back and then turn my phone on record and be like, can you give me those directions again? Because it was just like, you know, I can't do it. I wish I could. Anything I try to attempt would not be thick enough. Mm-hmm. Thickest fucking accent I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it's like, go down. Take, blah, 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 you know, and it's like, holy shit. And the guy was like kind of a, you know, mid 20s. Decent looking guy clearly did not go to Harvard, you know, was just like a local guy painting the fucking stairwell. I was like, holy fuck. I just met Matt Damon, like the Matt <laughs> Damon from the movie. Uh, we played Cockabub's audio. He had sent me one, a third one. And it was, uh, the third one was what it started off good because it's, it's like he's asking the Uber driver, what's the bet? What's the craziest ride you ever get? You ever had? And it gets about a minute in, and the guy doesn't get to the end of the story, and it cuts off. And I was like, ah, you're killing me. You know, he's like, we're doing Uber pool, <laughs> and this guy gets in, and he's supposed to get dropped off here, and then, and then it cuts off. And I was like, dude. <laughs> so I'm not going to bother playing a cockabub, sorry. We played the other ones he had of Fenway and whatever, though. It could, if you find the end of it, I'll, I'm, I, like, it, it, it was the biggest blue balls clip I've ever heard. Like it was so it was like, uh-huh, and then and then it's like, uh Okay. Last one I got is uh Rob Bapp's review of Joker, which I know you guys just did the show for ahead of time, uh mm-hmm. before we started. So it's sort of just me and Esta here. And Esta feel free. Uh <laughs> I haven't really been hearing people's thoughts on this, so I don't know where to go with it. Let's see. I've heard a lot of opinions. Hmm. Let's say Rob gave it an eight. Ooh, that's tough. Shit. I don't know if he... I don't think he's going to give it a nine, but I think he liked it. <laughs> I think eight might be... See, then I got a chuckle from... Chuckle fuck over here. Yeah. So... Maybe I do give it a nine. Maybe I do give it a nine. I was gonna go eight point five, but after that chuckle, I'll give it a nine. But see, that chuckle could mean I'm either dead on or I'm way the f off. Yeah, could be. So it's tough. (laughs) But then there's that. So I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna stick with my stick with nine. Stick with my guns. SRPL says eight point five. If I don't, if it's eight point five, I'll be mad because that's what my original thought was. But. I got a little chuckle. So here we go. Holy shit. We're talking about Joker. The the, the movie. <laughs> directed and co-written by Todd Phillips. 
Um, he did all the Hangover movies and War Dogs and a whole bunch of uh, Will Ferrell movies. And this is like his homage to the Martin Scorsese movies, like especially Kings of Comedy and um, Taxi Driver. I think more Taxi Driver. And he definitely did made Gotham look like what uh, New York City looked like back in the late 70s, uh, early 80s. And uh, Joaquin Phoenix knocked it out of the park. And let me tell you, I'm not a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. I love Martin Scorsese uh, films. I'm looking forward to the Irishman movie he's got coming out on Netflix soon. But Todd Phillips, I think he did this right. Uh, this is a smart movie. It doesn't look like any... It's not like a comic book movie like you think. This is like a real character study yes. uh, piece. Um, makes you think, makes you wonder, makes you talk about it. It's not <laughs> a straight A to B kind of deal. You have to figure out... Uh, what's going on and that's what I love about this movie yes it's uh it's definitely very smart uh it's very much very gritty it's not violent it has a lot of uh uh political statements and social uh inquiries uh going on a lot of people are <laughs> In, on the uh, social media are saying that this movie can incite uh, violence or it's anti-Trump and this, that, and the other thing. Don't listen to all that baloney. This is a really good movie. Don't be looking for where's Wonder Woman or where's Superman. This is a straight up, you know, just like Suicide Squad. It's, it's in its own world and it does its own thing. Just kind of like also like Deadpool. It's kind of on its own. Come on. And I definitely think you should check it out. And on that note, I'm going to give this movie a 9.5 out of 10. Oh! And for the full review, Holy definitely shit. check out cinemachatpodcast.com because I'm back, bitches. Got <laughs> that one out. <laughs> okay. 9.5. Wow. Couple things. Uh, low effort on the production there, Rob. Uh, okay. And two, he gave it a different score on our show. What did he give it on your show? He gave it a nine on our show. Okay, well, I'll take that. I mean, I'll take it as a W. I don't care what anybody says. I was close. Closer than Esta was, for sure. If it's just two people, then I'll take it as a W. And he kept trying to push it as, like, this movie was funny. I'm like, no. It was... Not funny. It is not funny. It is a dark fucking movie. It's dark. It's... That's what uh, I heard. I think Yasik said it's unrelentingly dark. Yeah, it is yeah. a dark fucking movie. That was not the only person I I heard that from, or maybe well, it wasn't the <laughs> person I heard it from. It's an homage to uh, Taxi Driver, and then yeah, well, dude, it kind of it kind of ruined my night. Sunny, <laughs> the King of Comedy is also really? King of King of Comedy. If you ever seen that, is is that's what it was also compared to in the chat room. Uh. Albie Dang was mentioning there's comparisons to that. That movie is dark as fuck as well. Like De Niro, bit, I don't know. I don't want to go into the whole thing, but you should, if you really, that, it sounds like King of Comedy is lighter than this, but not a lot lighter. Um, 
And yeah, if there's, I mean, between King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, if the if it's in between there somewhere, that sounds about right. Uh, and if somebody could pull that off, I would believe it would be it would be him, it would be Joaquin Phoenix, because <clears throat> he seems See, like a fucking, you know, close to that shit in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's a well, it's a well made movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is great, but I just. I don't enjoy watching like yeah. a, a a mentally ill person right. spiral downward. Yeah, and no, there's, that is not for me. There's some but great it's a good, movies, like out a well-made there. movie for sure. There's some great movies out there, some historic movies out there that I have only seen once because I just can't bring myself to sit through them again. And it's kind of like that. I'll uh, never watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Understood. That's that's kind of I watched I it once. Never watch it again. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good. I'll check it out because I don't mind. Oh, no, no. I'll watch it once. But, I mean, I'm trying to – I wish I could have another one on the tip of my tongue because I don't even know if Taxi Driver like, is one of those for me because I can mm-hmm. sit through Taxi Driver again. But Taxi Driver can be rough. But there's like a few Eternal movies. Eternal Sunshine. Ooh, Eternal Sunshine is kind of tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's closer. There's a couple that I wish I could think of them that I can't I can't pull that it's just like nah I've never seen that again. Uh But anyway, on another on another quick note before we go, I forgot about this and I was going to mention it when Turdat was on here, but I forgot. I learned and this is off of Reddit, but it's true. All audience members on Judge Judy now are paid actors. And in order to be able to attend a taping of the show, you have to have a Screen Actors Guild card to attend. Interesting. Uh, because they moved from uh they move they moved away from regular audience members to uh, paid actors. And I'm just gonna put that in the chat room. It's just tvtaping.com forward slash TV shows forward slash judge hyphen Judy. And if you scroll down, it takes you got to get down to like near the bottom, I think. Uh, it says, uh, "Here it is." It, it, when you scroll down to, is the Judge Judy TV show real? Judge Judy likes to say real people, real cases. Judge Judy, but this reality is far from real. The courtroom you see on TV is a fake courtroom set uh in a tv studio in hollywood california the courtroom audience are all paid actors the cases and the names of litigants may be quote-unquote real but litigants often do do not look like their real world selves it is thought that the litigants are replaced by actors in the actual hearing the losing party does not have to pay the other party if judge judy decides against them as the show pays all monies to all parties for all settlements uh court findings are non-binding even though the show is supposed to be binding arbitration blah 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 but Anyway, the point being is none of the people you see in the audience are real people if you ever see Judge Judy. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a little more ambigu- ambiguous about the people that are standing there, the you know, the plaintiff and the defendant. But <clears throat> in order to attend, you must have a Screen Actors Guild card. I think D must have hit him. <laughs> <laughs> now, the People's Court was real. And real people <laughs> can go to that one. Just not Judge Judy. Uh, she is the highest has that paid. Always been the case, or I don't know. I I I believe it used to be real people, but I don't have a I don't have a proof of that. 
Judge Judy is now the highest paid legal person in America. She rakes in over $50 million a year on CBS. Uh, and I think somewhere else they said that her show garners $150 million for CBS a year. So she's making 50 and they make, she makes the network 150. I knew it was some crazy amount of money. Like she's been up there or is the highest paid person on TV, uh, year after year. Here it is. She gets paid 47 million a year for the show and the show generates over $150 million in profits for CBS in profits. So uh, over 200 million apparently. Right. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. these kind of profits, this TV production has the kind of money needed to hire just actors for the courtroom scene. Normally, TV show producers still steer well clear of using paid actors for these gigs, as a talent offer will require union scale payment as opposed to the nominal payment of $10 an hour a regular studio audience member would expect to make. Blah, blah, blah. Actors are, however, good at following instructions, well practiced at feigning stoic reaction shots for the camera. And the increased production cost by using them may ultimately be worth it. Uh, at any rate, so that's that's the story with that. I just I I, I emailed to myself and I forgot to get to it. I just wanted to throw it in there. This website uh, doesn't doesn't seem like it would hold up in the court of law. Seems I agree. Like a lot of I agree. It's a lot of who conjecture. But I would bet that the the courtroom appearance thing for the people is is true. Uh, if you want to appear in the show, you will need to be an actor. You will have to contact Gary Rosen Communications in Los Angeles about getting an audition. You may need to send him your audition tape. The tape should be at least three minutes long. So huh. I feel like that's a lot to make up if... I mean, this is tvtaping.com, mm -hmm. so it's like where you would go if you want to show up to TV tapings kind of thing. Three uh, minutes. Three minutes, huh? At least three minutes. And they did say that uh, the show appears to film in... I don't watch it. The show appears to film in New York, but it actually films in L.A. And how that... I don't know what the story is with that. Like, if they've got a flag that says State of New York on it or what they... Hmm. Susan Sprinkle says, I just learned the other day Jerry Springer is his own judge show. Okay. Anyway. Uh, now this. Thanks for tuning into VinChat. If you want to get in touch with these guys, you'll find them all on Twitter. Finn will be at VinChat. Esta is going to be at VinChat underscore Esta. TurdHat is at TurdHat2. Sauce will be at Overdose of Sauce. Send them some actual mail at P.O. Box 6654, Concord, California, 94520. Send your emails and audio attachments to VinChat at gmail.com. Call them on Skype, 925-246-2428. That's 925-246-CHAT. It's brighter, douche. Okay, as promised, uh, Turnout has not listened to this song. It is under three minutes. It is George Capon, C-A-P-O-N. If there's an E, I would say Capone, but let's call it Capon. And the title mm. of the song is Breathe. We will catch you on the flip side of this two minutes and change, and we are out. When my nervous system has healed, I stabilize myself and lower this tiny shield. Don't pretend that you've sunk my heart. We'll always 
just fine. <laughs> Alturazone, did I... Was there something I was supposed to use that I didn't use that you sent me? Or are you joking? Because <clears throat> if there is, send it to me and I'll use it. Oh, he's... He, he means Aubrey. <clears throat> oh, That's supposed to be Bucho. Oh, oh, oh. I don't... Did that drop already? I knew it was coming, but I didn't know if it yeah, was it out was, yet. It was out yeah, you know, while, while we were in Boston. Oh, right. Okay. It'll be next week. I'll use something. Sorry. There was simultaneously a lot and very little going on in that Yeah, there is. You're right. It (laughs) was, there was a lot of people talking about, um, oh, like BGS is I see people building a house for a poor family. Uh, It's it's like a United Way. Yeah, it could be, it could definitely see it in a commercial, like a commercial someplace. It's like, you know, it's that's the problem. It's got good. It's like the production value is fine, the singer's fine, everything's just fine. You know, <laughs> I don't know how else. To put I'll it. be I'll be dang. So it sounds like bad switchfoot. That's a little bit redundant. <laughs> oh, oh, it just was sort of. Uh, I don't know. Like, I could see it in like a, like a, like a an ad for some religion, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. props for getting the word misconstrued. misconstrued yeah. A lot of misconstrued lyrics. in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a lot weird. going on. It's a word I've never heard in the song ever before. I mean, it is what it there, is. There have been worse songs. 
Are you trying to set me up? No, <clears throat> for no, it could be worse. Literally, there have literally been worse. Yeah, could be worse. Yeah, has been yeah. worse. <clears throat> I mean, I've heard worse. It just is such a fucking C, you know, C effort. Or not a C effort. It's like a the effort's there, but the C know, talent. The C. I don't know. It's just a fucking C, you know. <laughs> Like there's nothing. The it's like, I can't like point at any one thing that disappoints me more than anything else, and there's nothing that I can praise over one thing than anything else. It's just sort of as as milk toast as you could make it. The know? drum was a bit aggressive for my okay. taste. Okay. Okay. And you know what? If, if you told I, if, if you told picking, them that, if we're picking nits, you know, if you told them that they would they would. Uh, they would embrace that comment and then remix it and tone down the drums a little bit and say, do you like it now? How do you like it now? I made it for you. How does it smell? Do you want to <laughs> go to, you want to go to Bible study on Tuesday? <laughs> you know, like that kind of feeling. Like, is it good enough uh-huh. for you? You want to go to Bible study? Whatever. I just sort of got that kind of feeling about it. Like it would not surprise me if, the album it came from was like a, you know, sort of a, a Jesus rock type album. Cause I got sucked into that one time. I think I've told that story. I won't tell the whole thing, but you know, some kind of cute girl invited me to a concert and I ended up going and it ended up being like a Jesus rock concert. And I was like, ah, oh, like it took about like a song and a half. Air? Took about a song and a half. It was like, uh, in a, gymnasium and they were playing on like a stage at one end and it was like we're you know punk rock for jesus kind of thing and like they're doing like stage dives and shit and she's way into it i'm just like oh god what did i you know now i'm there and it's like what did i do i've had similar experiences what did i do to what did i do Anyway, uh, if you guys can hang in there just for long enough, uh, I'll, I'll blast through the 911 call that I had. Yeah, sure. I think it's a decent way to wrap things up if I've got it here somewhere. Hold on. Okay. There's two parts. The part one is longer than the other part, but this is, uh, I'm hoping that this resonates with you as much as it does with me actually i've got this is very short i'll play it quickly uh this is a woman that was drinking white claw which i know is going around (laughs) a reminder about those uh, summery spritzer drinks that are really popular now they might not taste very alcoholic but they can get you too drunk to drive danae morrison found that out the hard way a pinellas deputy pulled her over in palm harbor after a witness says she was swerving out of her lane and drinking a white claw uh, the deputy says that she admitted to having a drink six hours earlier and two while driving home, but argued they're only 5% alcohol. She was arrested for DUI. <laughs> only 5% alcohol. When you get pulled over, that's usually what you do. Is you just say, it's like they're all only, beer. They're only 5%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, this one's 17 seconds, so I'd be remiss if I didn't play it for you. A Florida woman is killed when a porta potty explodes. It happened Saturday near a home that's under construction in St. Augustine. Sorry. First responders say the portable toilet was on fire when they arrived at the scene. Now, the woman, the victim, has not been identified, and the state fire marshal is looking into the cause of the explosion. 
in Florida. Okay. She was probably smoking in it. I would imagine so, and the gases coming up, maybe, from the fermenting whatever waste. Um, okay, so now the 911 call, <clears throat> and it's a, it's a, oh, what was the term? It's a something of the South, a man of the land, or a, <laughs> God, there was a great term used for, uh, anyway, it's two people from, from the South. I, I know not where. And they are in a pickup truck. Uh, and at some point, she gets shot in the leg. And it's never really determined, but he does announce that the dog did it. That the dog stepped on a 22 and shot this woman through the thigh from, I guess, the back of the truck or whatever. Um, and there's, you know, some cursing and there's some screaming and there's some this and some that. But please to enjoy. Uh, yes, I gotta watch Righteous Gemstones. I'll be dang. It's Oklahoma, by the way. Oh, from where this is? Okay, thank you. So I'm I'm a little off, but by the gentleman's accent, I was taken with it. <laughs> God damn it! Why are you screaming so much? <laughs> little, okay, okay, I'll stop. Here we go. Hello. This nine one one. Nine one one. What's the address of your emergency? Uh, you. Are we on? Are we on? Are you on? Are you on not? Are you on not? God dang it! What? I'm passing out, man. This this way. Are you? Are you on? Hi. I need nine one one. I need some mail. This is 911. Where are you at? Uh, we're down here at this uh, railroad track. Okay, on, uh, on 10th Street? Is it 10th Street? You're just north of the railroad tracks? Yes. Yes, 10th Street. On the north side, 10th Street. Okay. She had to, she had to, uh, she, 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 she's bleeding pretty bad. What happened? And we're right just down here at the track. What happened? Well, a, gu- a gun went off. She got shot her herself? In, got her in the leg. She shot herself? No, she didn't do it herself. Who shot but, her? Well, it, it just went off. Had a dog okay. in there. Okay, hold had on. A, had, well, had a dog hold, in here and he stepped hold, on the gun. Hold on, I'm going to trade you over to wife. Don't hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good. Now bear in mind, I, I whittled this down from like 12 minutes, maybe. So just, you know, it, there's a lot of banter you're not getting, but I didn't want to make it sit there. Well, just wait a little bit there. They'll be here in a minute. Nobody's going to help me. Emergency ambulance. What's the address? I don't feel good. I don't feel good. 1600 <laughs> North 10th Street for a medical emergency. In Grassrig 2, respond with life. Have you got an ambulance coming? Ambulance is on the line, sir. Can you speak to her about the gunshot wound and tell her where it's at? Okay, we're down here at this railroad crossing on uh, 10th. 10th Street. This will be at 1600 North 10th Street. It's going to be for a female gunshot wound, unknown location. Is the gun <laughs> <laughs> sir, can you hear life? Do what now? Where is she shot at, sir? 
In the leg, above the knee. In the leg? In the leg, but she's bleeding pretty bad. Where's the gun? It's in my pickup. Where is she? She's in my pickup. I need you to put the gun someplace where it can be safe. It's safe. It's safe, but the dog went and stepped on it and it went off. The dog shot her? (laughs) Yeah. He stepped on it and it went off. But anyway, just get an ambulance out here. I gotta lay down. Is she gonna have to lay down? Hey, let me lay down. Okay, when did this happen? Just in the middle, three, three minutes ago or two. But she's bleeding pretty bad. Do you have something you can tie around her leg? It's so hot. Well, well I'm, try, I'm trying to find something to wrap around her leg. But it's so hot. She's a creaming and all this shit. <laughs> uh, I can't tie nothing around her leg. Can't get to anything to tie around her leg. Okay, do you have a clean, dry cloth? If I had a clean, dry cloth, it'd already been on there, ma'am. But, let me see. Sometimes, sometimes uh, I can take my belt off maybe and wrap around the head of it. Okay, do that. <laughs> but I can't. I can't find any of my any of my. Uh, Are you wearing a belt? Ready? I, I've got a belt on. Yeah. Then take it off and tie it around her leg, please. Above it. Above the wound. All right. Goddamn thing! I ever heard about for now. All of it just took it straight on in myself. Just found it. They're just about to get, get it up on it. Okay, tell me when the tourniquet's applied. That's pretty tight, ain't it? Yeah. Okay, have you got the tourniquet on? Maybe. So, all right, you ain't. It, it didn't take too much of a cut. Sir, die, branch. It didn't take too much of a cut. It's, <laughs> how's that side on the other? I don't feel good. Well, you don't feel good, but that don't mean shit. Uh, you got to just set up there and wait until we get to I'm sorry I'm laughing over it, but the the guy's name is Brent, by the way. I just wanted to point out. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it, it didn't take too much of a cut. Sir, die, Brent. It didn't take too much of a cut. It's... How's that side on the other? I don't feel good. Well, you won't feel good, but that don't mean shit. You got to just set up there and wait until we get the... Sir. I ought to just took you in, and that would save an ambulance, Steve. But well, they'll be taken care of you on the way in. Sir. I'm the acting sheriff I think so, too. So the end there, <clears throat> she's trying to say, and I cut out a bunch, but the, she said, sir, maybe like 10 times. And the guy stopped answering her. And so then at the very end, she says, I think you set the phone down. And then the other one says, I think so too. Uh, and I have a part two. It's much shorter. It's only like a minute, but that was five minutes and maybe the fastest five minutes of my life. I mean, when I really think about it, because I could listen to that. I really could <laughs> just listen to that all day, especially his like, hesitant but then uh, like but then right in front anger at her a little bit well you're well, gonna I don't mean shit you don't mean sh- you're gonna feel bad for a while <laughs> i don't feel good you're not gonna feel good you know that kind of shit and then she's half like apologize yeah and then i also cut it out i didn't realize it but 
the, at one point under his breath in the middle of like a long dead spell, he does say like, uh, I told her the dog stepped on the gun. Like he, you know, he tells them <laughs> that he's like, well, I told her the dog did it or something like that. So I don't know if that's going to hold up in a court of law, but, uh, um, oh, here's part two. This is, this is, and, and just so you know, she, she's fine. Everything's fine. See, you're not going to hear someone die on here or anything. But uh, just curious what what the fuck they did. Then that we know shot. we know that the facts are that it was a 22. I don't know if it was a rifle or a handgun. He claims, and I don't hear a dog. That a dog is in the back of the truck and in the you know behind the seat or whatever, maybe through the center console. Uh, shot the gun. And it hit her in the leg above the knee. And uh, that's about all we know. And uh, I will mention that he is 79 years old and she is 44 years old. That also was cut out. Mm. I don't know if it's relevant. They both have the same last name. She says to him, sorry, Brent, at one point. We never find out their relationship. I don't know if it's his niece. I don't know if it's his granddaughter. I don't know what it is. But that's what we know. And then this is part two. And... uh this is just basically the end of it. Like they sort of set the phone down and the, and a big part of what I cut off here was at the, after this part one was the phone gets set down and you can hear like some sort of cloth go over the top of the phone. So you just get like a, like, and you can't hear shit. So I don't, we didn't need to listen to four minutes of that. So here we go with the end of it. Oh, and this is this is two minutes, by the way. If you need to know. I cannot believe nobody's come in here. The hell! I cannot believe nobody wants to help. Nobody wants to help. You want me to? I want you to get some help. Well, we're getting help. We're supposed to be coming, and I thought I'd seen them lit up over there while you're. I don't feel good. You must fall, goddammit! You ain't gonna feel good. Hmm. <laughs> What you need to do is oh. come off of it. Brent? You're tougher than that, I know. God damn it. I don't fucking want people knowing that I'm... You just... This is not cool. <laughs> I'm going to back around and take your damn off. I can't. shut the door. It ends there. The call ends there. <clears throat> I think she thought for a minute that he was bouncing on her. Like, he started to walk away from the truck. And she's like, don't go! Please don't go. 
But she was taken to the hospital. Everything's fine. I don't know if anyone was charged. Alicia says, I just joined. Is this the New Orleans guy that called a long time ago about having bumps on her mouth? The roof of her mouth? No, it's not that. <laughs> this was a gentleman in uh, who knows what. what Oklahoma? In Oklahoma. But, I mean, it was a gentleman, and he's 79, she's 44. We don't ever find out the nature of their relationship. I will say that he has no clue how old she is. Because they ask, and it's like, how old is she? And he's like, 34. And she's like, I'm 44! And he's like, 44. She's 44. So I don't think they're <laughs> husband and wife, necessarily. Uh, and it would be, it's kind of odd if it's his daughter, and he doesn't know, I don't know, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, this is a fine southern gentleman. What was it? It was a Simpsons quote I'm thinking of. It's like, well... Hillbillies like to be called sons of the earth, but I'm not calling them that or something. You remember that? Anyone remember that one? I don't know. You got me. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So that All was. All I know is going, ah, ain't going to help none. <laughs> I love that. I, and the guy's just, <laughs> I love his, it sounds like to me, if I really was going to be uh, impartial and try and be a Judge Wapner, Judge Judy, Judge whoever, it sounds like to me she may have shot herself in the leg. Because at one point she says, I'm sorry, Brent, to the guy. And why mm-hmm. would you be apologizing if the dog shot you in the leg? As as mm-hmm. so the article claims. Right? Right. And he also is like, all right, we got to deal with this. But he's also at the same time just like, God damn it. You know, you're going to feel bad. I feel bad. You feel, you know, come on. <laughs> you're fucking up my night. Right. It's like. You know, it's just like, I don't feel good. You're not going to feel good. You, shot your, <laughs> you know, you got shot in the leg. It's like, can you apply a tourniquet, sir? Oh, God damn it. Fucking, never <laughs> fucking with me. God damn. You know, and he's just pissed and whatever. And I feel like that she was messing around with a handgun or something and popped herself in the leg. And then it's like, how do we get out of this? We say the dog did it. So. Anyway, that's the uh, dog nine one one call, as promised. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, pretty not good. Bad. Not bad. <laughs> uh, and just as a as a closer, <clears throat> a man in uh, the UK expressed superhuman strength and uh, was tased by police, and then needed six police to come get him. Uh, superhuman strength to the point of. Uh, Let me refer to my notes. The man in question uh, rolled into the bar and ate, let's see, he ate everyone else's meals. Ah, here we go. (laughs) Here it is. I found it. I found it. A man with with superhuman strength burst into the bar, eats people's uh, dinners and downs their drinks before going berserk, and then the police show up and they taser him. During the incident, customers ran upstairs to the kitchen for safety. A witness who asked not to be named said he started taking food from people's plates and downing drinks. A staff member asked him to leave. The man then grabbed him by the throat and threw him over a table. Four gentlemen jumped on him trying to push him out the door. No one could take him down. He was massive. He must have been running off of adrenaline. You know, wink, 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 (laughs) adrenaline. 
Mm-hmm. He shouted, you should be socialists for some reason. Uh, the guy was massive. He was going for people, but luckily everybody managed to get out unscathed. He was throwing glasses around. Police came in and tasered him. It took six to seven officers to try and restrain him, even after he was still being really aggressive. It was quite upsetting to people who were there. One guy said he got punched in the face. Uh, let's see. A spokesman from the police said he was a 31-year-old man arrested on suspicion of theft. It was about 8.15 on Tuesday. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It was absolutely bizarre. They said, and this was not in London, England. It was in Manchester. Uh, but you can hear the gentleman in question. This is after the police show up. So he's right about to be tased. But, uh, the other thing I found interesting was like sort of how nonchalant everyone takes it. Uh, and just sort of like, you know, huh, he's out of sorts, isn't he? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they're just kind of not, no one's really like, dude, this guy just ate everyone's dinner and drank all of their drinks and is throwing people around this bar like Superman. And by the way, gets tased halfway through this and it does no effect on him at all. So here you go. There's a taser. Well, that's what you get. On your back, mate. Jesus Christ. right, is that what you're saying? Absolute weapons. You got bullied at school. You got bullied. Taser. Give it. I'll leave it. Yeah, I know. Apparently, Now they're outside. Six cops trying to get him into the car. Tase him again. Look at this stupid guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Act like an animal, mate. Bully oh, man. Jesus Christ. By the way, at the end there, it sounds like me and Boston after everybody left, and it was just me and Victor and his girlfriend hanging out. And I'm calling for Vic at the end of the night because we were shutting the place down. Here it is. Vic. There's a lot of swearing. My goodness. I, that was half the fun of it was just like like maybe about an eight second uninterrupted bleep at one point. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> you never you can't see. You can't even tell what the guy's saying, but you're like, that must have been pretty goddamn good. <laughs> some uh similarities to the christian bill you're right you're video. right and he because he says he does like the oh good for you good for you uh, and uh-huh. this guy's got the kind of yeah 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 going 
He's like, oh, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, and he started it with the kind of, uh... Here it is. Here's the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so then, then this is the beginning. I never really... This, he bookends this whole thing. Zip away! Okay! Rick! Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to that. He bookends <laughs> the whole fucking thing, A to Z, right there. That's pretty badass. I'm impressed. <laughs> All right, I know we're late. More, more importantly, before we go. Yeah. What do you do if this BJ machine... It's gets stuck on your dick. See, that's why like everyone's like, I can't believe you didn't just like jam your wiener in there as soon as you got it. But it's like I'm about reading the instructions and figuring out how not to call nine one one and get embarrassed. (laughs) Well that's 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 my question. Like you know what I'm saying? What what's what's your process? Like my process is following the instructions. And the first thing it says to do is go get a lube, a water based lubricant. So now I got to do that because I don't have that. And then I'm going to follow the instructions from A to Z, you know? I mean, that well, you know, that I can't think. Tell me of a more sensitive thing <laughs> that you could shove into a machine and, like, it, literally, like, everyone, everyone's a big Monday morning quarterback. Like, oh, here's what I would have done. I would have already done this. I would have done that. <laughs> Yeah, but you get down to brass tacks, bro, and you've got a machine with a motor on it that you plug into a wall, and you're talking about shoving like your most sensitive of areas into this machine, and you're telling me you're not going to fucking read the instructions and figure shit out ahead of time? Get the fuck out of here. I just Is 911 the first line of defense? I'm calling 91 and then leaving my phone next to wherever <laughs> I'm at. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Can you play that clip? Because you know what I was yelling in my car? What I did was I chose to stop uh, listening or reading or politics, anything for October. Like Sober October. Yeah. But just for politics. So I can't listen to the radio and music hasn't been very good to me lately. So I just sit in silence. And I noticed yesterday I was yelling, shut up, biatch, like trying to get that tone right mm-hmm. <laughs> in my car for like good 20 minutes. <laughs> shut up, biatch. It's hard to do, dude. I was thinking, what if we could get people to call in, try and hit that, but can it's, you play it? Yeah, it's maybe the best thing Gwyneth Paltrow has ever done in her life, because that's who it is. <laughs> it is. It is. She nails it. Shut up, biatch. <laughs> It's not just the biatch, it's the, sh- you know, shut shut up, biatch, like the whole cadence of shut it. Shut up, biatch! <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> shut up, biatch! You have right. to yell it. Like, how do you practice that? No, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, biatch workshop. I like that. <laughs> biatch! Biatch workshop. Shut up. It's it's musical. It is. It's it's the cadence, the whole thing. You know, high, low, and then back up high. Shut up, Biatch. What's uh, 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 yeah? It's like these teenage girls sitting at the dinner table, and what's his name's doing his Mitsubishi Galant thing, and she's like, "Shut up, Biatch." Yep. (laughs) 
She wants none of it. She wants none of it. One more time. Let's see. Shut up, Biatch! It's Nailed it. Nailed it. 